It'll make a junkie say Jesus is Lord. I got a word in my mouth. I got a word, 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 word in my mouth. Jesus. All right, everybody, we are continuing our extraordinary, exquisite ride journey of trusting in the Lord. Uh, this journey has taken us into the outer limits of the tribulation, started us in the midst of a drug epidemic and political epidemic, and has taken us to the outer limits of the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the revelation, and we are now surveying the borders of the 1,000-year reign of peace um, in the vehicle of trusting in the Lord, and of course, many of us are riding in exquisite class. How's everybody doing today? You, we have been teaching uh, from a, a, a message given to me by Almighty God regarding feeding of the swine. And what this message has done, it, it, it has looked at the crippling uh, swine swirl or sewell uh, feed and slop that has come from the Hamite leadership uh, to the Hamite people. And therefore, they have been spiritually malnourished. They are, the, the, the Hamite people are suffering from a spiritual beriberi and scurvy scurvy because of the poor diet, the swine diet. The swine feeders got them eating out of the swine troughs. And one of the biggest swine troughs in America today is the African Methodist Episcopal Church led by a Bishop John Bryan, who is a swine dancer. And of course, um, he is a, a scoundrel and a foxhole and a clown in a closet, and most assuredly a monkey in a tree. As, that's what God's called him. And the ultimate of the swine uh, feeders was Barack Hussein, the long-legged Mac Daddy Obama. And Almighty God, his name is Jesus, has sent me uh, now that we have been able to cement ourselves by trusting in the Lord, not trusting in civil rights, not trusting in racial politics. And by the way, when I talk about the three sons of Noah, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, if you want to go ahead and make that a racial demarcation, you can. But they're all born of the same seed, of the same father. And they're just brothers. Now, if you want to make them into various races, you can. But when I call them Ham or Japheth or Shem, I am denying the opportunity to call them by race. I'm calling them simply by their name and the children that were born out of them. Now, we've gone through much teaching on where they have landed in terms of their general geographical region and what they have done as, as a people. But Almighty God uh, has, has allowed me for the past 15 to 12 to 15 years uh, to tell the truth. Uh, God has given me the strength, the unusual strength, and uh, to stand up in the midst of Harlem, the Mecca, the flagship of Hamite people, and speak nothing but the truth, the whole truth and uh, the unadulterated truth. Now, I want to take the time now to thank all the people that have stood with me over the years 
even when the truth I was speaking seemed so unpopular and unseemly uh, compared to the, you know, the nicey good words of uh, people like uh, Barack Obama or uh, the, the, the fight whitey words of Al Sharpton or the historical I've got a dream the speech by Martin King and the sitting of Rosa Parks and Medgar Evers and all of that, all of that crowd and, 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 and the history of that crowd, Almighty God has had me stand and speak a truth going all the way back to the Canaanites on the west coast of Africa and Ghana and all up and down and everywhere and in between that their father sold them into slavery. Alex, Alex Haley uh, told that big lie about 20 white men could take down a thousand mandingos and put them on a boat and sell them to, 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 to America or to the Caribbean. And yet God Almighty, I tell you, this has got to be, if you don't mind my saying so, the very fact that for the past 15 years, I have been able to stand and then take a strong stand against Obama uh, is nothing short of a major miracle in spiritual di dimensions and terms. I mean, I, I not only declared that Obama was not a black leader, not a messiah, not an emperor, not sent by God, but he didn't even know who his daddy was. You know, he run around here talking about that, that Kenyan over there, Barack Obama Sr. was his daddy, but really his, his biological daddy was Frank Marshall Davis, a, a hustler, a pimp that got kicked out of Chicago, ran out of Chicago because of warrants on him and took up with a socialite out there uh, in uh, Honolulu. That's Obama's daddy. And the boy don't even know, or at least the people that thought that he was supposed to be of some lineage don't even know who his true daddy is. And I preached that, preached against his mama. And yet, almighty God, this has got to be a miracle, not for now because we're not going to dwell on it, but that almighty God has lovingly allowed me to stand here in the community of Harlem and preach such truth. Uh, that it, it is just unfathomable that the, that God, but God has sent a, a number of people in the streets of Harlem, and the community is beginning to rise up now. They don't know what to do uh, because we've got a condition here, and I want to address that condition today. We've got people, we've got wives who have heard my preaching more recently. We have slammed Tribulation Trump with a video that's garnered more than nearly six million views, and it's been seen all over Hamite land. More than 12 million people collectively have witnessed a, a, a video I posted up slamming, telling the truth about Tribulation Trump. All, more than 12 million Hamites have seen that, and there's a great groundswell. They all are now contacting me, and many before that, wanted to come and align themselves, but there's been such family division. There's been such, so much money in the politics of the swine dancer, like, like John Bryan of the African Methodist Episcopal Church, or Al Sharpton, or Obama. All these swine dancers, these, these clowns in a closet, these scoundrels in a foxhole preachers, these monkeys in a tree. There's a lot of money in duping and hoodwinking and lying to the Hamite people, keeping them blind, keeping them poor. I mean, when you think of a people 
that will make their most prestigious person rappers and they become billionaires by cussing out the Hamite woman. You know there's something sick. But at any rate, God Almighty, his name is Jesus, has sent me here to go ahead now. And now that the truth has been told and people are now looking at this church and this pastor uh, but they have another hurdle to overcome, and that's why I'm here today, and we'll now start a new uh, stage of teaching. They are here, they are now witnessing, but can they come? And what about their family members that are still worshipers of Obama, and worshipers of Rosa Parks, and worshipers of civil rights, and, uh, and adherence to uh, the uh, affirmative action, how are they going to deal with their families? And how, how are they going to deal with their children? And how are they going to deal with the, the very strict biblical Old Testament line upon line uh, concept and precept upon precept teaching that I do? So they're, they're, they've been sitting now there with a love in their hearts for this ministry and they want to draw nigh. But how can they draw nigh without their family members and not being able to have, and, and having to separate from their family members, which is a real concern. So God has sent me here to teach. The Lord has sent me here to teach. And uh, we are now, as a result of having put our trust in the Lord these many years, and now able to see the edges of the, 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 the storms of the tribulation and the edges of the 1,000-year reign of peace. So I, I, I've been sent by Jesus, is what I have been done, and to, to bring forth this word. Now, there are a couple of things I want to do uh, to help people, even before people start coming and forming a great mass and a great assembly. That's going to happen. But number one, we, we need to defeat Japheth, and we need to defeat Shem, and and we need to uplift him. And the, the number one way Almighty God has given to me, and I got a number of things I got to say, so get ready to hang in there for the next few weeks. And then, and then the other thing that you need to be able to do is that you need to make sure you share all these messages in a conference setting with your family members on a Sunday night or Saturday night or at some evening, Tuesday evening, sit down, put, on the, put this on the big screen on the television, there's three segments thus far I've done, and y'all need to watch it and listen to it and then discuss it after I talk about it and, and watch how my strict adherence to the Word of God. And while you're watching, I don't care if you're watching on a plasma screen television, you're going to be anointed by the power of the Holy Ghost. You're going gonna to feel the Holy Ghost. You're going to feel the power of the Holy Ghost. And your eyes are going to be open. The shackles are going to fall. And you're going to see that swine dancer uh, Barack Hussein Obama, that, that swine dancer, uh, John Bryan, Bishop John Bryan of the, of the African, and all of these swine dancing uh, T.D. Jakes and Creflo Dollars and uh, Eddie Longs, who's dead now, but you're going to see them. They're scoundrels in a foxhole, clowns in a closet, and monkeys in a tree. What God said about them, feeding you swine, swool, uh, swine slop. That's why you're, you're spiritually, you're economically, you're spiritually malnourished because you've not been getting the word of God. Jesus even told the devil, man shall live by bread alone, 
Man shall not live by bread alone, pardon me. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's what Jesus told the devil. Yet these swine dancers in these churches been sweet feeding you this swine slop and eating you out of the have you eaten out of the hog trough. That's why you're so sick, so poor, and your family so decimated. But I'm here with the word of God. That's right. I'm here to preach the word of God. Now here, there's something I need to get. There's a couple things. I don't know if I'll get a chance to do this in this segment. But the Lord was talking to me this morning. And he told me to explain to you about the voodoo religion of Canaan. Because you know we are now calling for Haiti to be the capital of all of the Caribbean. You heard me say that. If you didn't, then you're way behind. Everybody else is ahead of you. You better start listening. Yeah, catch up. But the Lord told me, explain to you why the voodoo religion, uh, it, 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 why the sons of Canaan has practiced that. I'm coming back to that. Before I do that, hang tight. I don't know when I'll get a chance to do it, but it's coming forward. God wants you to know it. But before I do that, I got I to gotta, I gotta get a commitment out of every Hamite man. Now, I'm not able to reach them all. You're going to have to go out there and reach them. You, now, here, a lot of people are saying, you know, I want to join that church. People walk by. They want to say they want to be a member. Their family members will kill them. They get fired off their jobs, thrown out of the schools. If they join this church, and people know they're following a truth teller like the Honorable James David Manning. So here's what you can do. Here's how we're going to get started. All right, everybody, heads up now. Here's how we're going to get started. Even before you come nigh, and sit in the pew, or become an officer uh, in this work, this great Hamite work that God has put in. Here's what we're going to do. Thing number one that we're going to do is that every Hamite man needs to be told to go home to his children and to work at least two jobs if he's got more than two children, two or more children. Now, listen to me very careful. Here's what the Lord God Almighty, his name is Jesus. Here's what he has said. It's too soon. Right now, if you try to unite with me, you keep watching me on the video and everything, and you want to send an offering, all right, well, God will bless your purse, your basket, and your store, and heal you of all your diseases if you send an offering. But right now, Almighty God, his name is Jesus. First priority is this. That every Hamite brother needs to go home to his children if they're under 18 years of age. And if he's got two or more, he needs to work for the next three years, two jobs for the next three years until they can bring him up to standard. Now, you got that? Now, he said, what's that, what's that, what's that, what's that, what's that, what that does? Let me tell you. Let me tell you the brilliance of the power of the Holy Ghost. The anointing of God, I'll tell you. Here's what's going on. Here's what the Lord said. He said to me, he said, now, your video of talking about Trump's mama and telling Trump that he better never open his mouth against Haiti or Africa again or he's going to have hell to pay has been viewed. First of all, YouTube, Bossit, our website, and World Play Hip Hop has garnered more than six million views, or at least nearly six million, I should say. 
But the total number of people that have viewed that statement is nearly 12 million Hamites. That's a third of all Hamites in the Caribbean and in North America, some in Africa. A third of the Hamite people have already been reached with a defense mechanism. Now listen to me very careful, because I'm coming, coming back, God's, God's defense. A third of all Hamites in the Caribbean and in America have heard and seen, and before all is over with, more than two-thirds are going to see that video. We'll ask him what it is. I'll put it up on the screen so you can see it. Well, here's what the Lord said. Here's what Almighty God said. That, that when, when the Hamite people were attacked and called assholes by tribulation Trump, a voice seemingly as big as Barack Hussein Obama was quiet. Now, he may have said something. I don't know what he did. I ain't saying he didn't say anything. But the, 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 he should have been jumping up and down. And he should be jumping up and down now, saying you ain't going to talk that way about Africa and Haiti. Yet the voice was still. All the major voices, oh, they had some little words to say that were polite. They had some words to say on some of the talk shows, the Sunday talk shows. Or, you know, they had some words to say, but nothing that challenged or put the fear of God or the fear of the Mau Mau's in the tribulation Trump. They said nothing. The only person, now this is very careful because this is going to get a lot of people upset. The one true voice. The loudest, most powerful, most loving voice. The loudest, most powerful, most loving, anointed voice speaking on behalf of Jesus for his children came from James David Matty telling Tribulation Trump, you better never say anything like that against, again against Africa or Haiti. You better never. There's not been a voice out there as big as mine. I said, I didn't know that, Lord. No, he told me. He said, no. He said, no one spoke with the love and authority and anointing that you spoke with. Nobody had the love in their hearts that you did. Not Obama, not John Bryan, not T.D. Jakes. None of them spoke with love and defense set for the defense of God's people, the Hamite people. I said, well, that's interesting. I said, I come to tell you. I mean, you might find it so as well. You, you might want to talk to people about this and say, well, you know, you, you know, you know, the, uh, the, the, the honorable Manning has spoken and no one else has. Now, all right, so we'll come back to that. I've got a whole segment I'm going to deal with on that. Now, here, here's, here's the other thing that we need to be mindful of, and that is this, is that God says, now, for those of you who can go ahead and align yourself, because I'm in mean, a lot of emails and a lot of, you know, calls and everything, and people want to align themselves with this ministry now, and align themselves and want to become a leading officer and captain in this great work that God is putting forward. But Lord said here, though many of you can't come right now, because your family members will excommunicate you. 
And you're not strong enough right now to deal with that. But God said, here's what you do. The Lord said, what you are to do is that you are to tell every Hamite brother he needs to go home to his children. If they're under 18 years of age, and if he got more than two, two or more, then he needs to get two, uh, uh, at least two jobs and work in the next three years till he can bring his family up to standards. That's right. That's what the Lord said. I said, well, Lord, that don't, you know, that don't build a big church or anything. That don't get a lot of people sitting in the pews and everything and coming. That don't get that done. He said, no, that, that, that's not going to happen just yet. But what God said, the brilliance of the Holy Ghost speaking to me, God, he said this. He said, but nobody, but nobody can say that you are wrong or racist or prejudiced or hate-filled or anything else if you say to the Hamite brother that's not at home with his children, go home and take care of your children. Nobody can, nobody, there ain't nothing nobody can say about that. Well, there'd be one person, God took us a part to part B to this, and I'll tell you what it is right now. For the Hamite sister, or the Japheth sister in some cases, they got a Hamite brother. If you got a Hamite brother, you done stole him away from his children. If you got a Hamite brother and you done stole him away from his children under 18 years of age, God's going to fill you with cancer if you don't turn that brother loose. And he's still possible to fill you with cancer anyway for stealing out of the mouth of the children. Stealing that man away from his children. The Hamite sister. Well, I have my sister. So you talk to women like that? Yeah. So now what the Lord says this, number one, it says, you, you, all right, everybody's going to get part one, part two, part three, the feeding of the swine. So we know what we're talking about. Everybody's going to get part one, part two, part three. So they'll know, well, what God has sent me on this mission. And the proof that God has sent me uh, is that the divine protection that God has given to me in Harlem not one scratch has come to me. Not one hair on my head has been harmed after preaching the way I'm preaching the truth I've been preaching. And but but and and, and it is proof and and the, the 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 fact that I have been committed, I've been steadfast, immovable. I've not turned to the right to the left. I've not sold out. That 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 is within a miracle in itself. But, but so people know. But now that people understand that. But people are still going to have a difficult time coming. But here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. Every Hamite person, and, and, and Japheth people, I'll let you get in on this, because we got so many Japheth people that are going to be united with the Hamites. Uh, and then Shem, Shemites are going to be united with the Hamites too um, when the deal finally goes down. But many Japheth people will be slaughtered. I mean, many will be slaughtered. I mean, God is going to whip Japheth's butt and Shemite's butt with, 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 with plagues, with famines, with earthquakes, with wars, with burning, with itch, with cancer, with stroke, with heart attack, with madness, with Parkinson, with Alzheimer's. God is going to, and he's whipping his children now. God is whipping the, 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 the Japheth child with opiates. I'm coming back to that. But some of the Japheth can say, well, you know, uh, brother, you need to go home to your children. So what you say? Brother, hey, brother, 
you need to go home to your children. You need to go home and you need to get, if you got two or more children, you need to work at least two or more jobs for the next three years until you can bring your family's living standards up to par. And everybody that's listening to me right now, and I pray that this message can get to at least 12 million Hamites, the way that message about tribulation Trump, uh, put the title of that message up on the, on the, on the screen, Mr. Engineer. Uh, the message I'd be slamming, telling tribulation Trump, you better never talk about Hamites like that again. Uh, that, this, that we can get, we, we need to get a goal to get this message to at least 12 million Hamite men and women. This is part three. We need part two and part one as well to get that. So the first thing, and those of you who can come, if you're not, you're not, you know, you're not constrained, you're not worried about what your family members are going to say, you're, you're not worried about, you know, uh, being uh, excommunicated from your family, your job, and you want to come on and become a, a general in this army that God is putting together as we get ready now to take the entire Caribbean and name Haiti as the, as the capital of the Caribbean, of all the Caribbean islands, all the way from Guyana all the way up to Bermuda. We're going to do that. We'll talk about that another time. You want to get in, in on the ground floor of that, you can come on now. But those who can't come now, you're on a mission. Get this message to as many as 12 million Hamites. Brother, go home and take care of your children. Go home and take care of your children. There's nothing. Uh, Y'all like, not going to like this one very much, but here. God said there cannot be any rap music in any Hamite home. That's right. God said there cannot be any rap music. Now, I'm going to get to voodoo in a moment. If I do get to there sometime or another, I'll get to it. But that rap music is voodoo. I'll tell you about that more. I'll tell you what the beat, the, the beat, the beat, the beat, the beat, the beat, the beat, the beat. I'll tell you about that, but not here. So fathers, go home. Fathers, go home. Fathers, go home to your children. That's number one. Now, you know, the Lord said to me the other day that this would be a revolution in America. Let me come back to that. I'm here. Uh, with this subject matter, the feeding of the swine, because God showed me a whole lot of Poland, China, and a whole lot of pigs, a whole lot of swine uh, fighting one another over a little bit of slop in the, in the trough. And, and, and pointed out to me that people like uh, Al Sharpton and John Bryan and Obama and a whole lot of other people uh, are, are, are swine dancers. They are, they are swine merchants. They, 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 they are feeding swine swill swine slop to the Hamite people. That's why they're so weak, in poverty, sick, broken, and in prison, and malnourished because they've been eating swine slop. On the other hand, God has now got me explaining to you how much I love the Hamites because a lot of them, they got together, you know, and they, could, they congregated on me and Call me a hater. I'm not a hater. How, how you going to call what I've done for 30 years here in Harlem? Hey, because I spoke the truth 
about Obama? Well, now you know it. Are you a hater? Oh, come on, talk to me now. I spoke the truth about Al Sharpton. Now you know the truth about him. Are you a hater? Now come on, talk to me. You know, his phone is a $3 bill. You know it. Ain't never done nothing but aggrandize himself. You know it. You know you got these pinch-nosed Negroes graduating Harvard, Princeton, and Yale and Columbia talking about a pinch nose, wishing they had blue eyes and blonde hair. You, you know they phonies. You know it. Does that make you a hater? No, don't make you no hater. Don't make me no hater either. Don't make me no hater. No. So the Lord got me out here talking now. Now he got me out here, and uh, I'm I'm teaching, and and, and letting people know that he that it was Jesus that sustained me because people threatened to kill me. Uh, for more than eight solid years, the telephone rang at our church. We're gonna kill you. We're gonna kill you. We're gonna kill you. We're gonna burn down your church. We're gonna bomb your church. Threw rocks through the window. Marched against us. But the Lord God Almighty, his name is Jesus, and he's my shepherd. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feared no evil. I don't thank God for everybody that stood with me, because a lot of people ran when I challenged that Obama boy. A lot of people ran. I mean, they ran away from me. But I'm still here, 12 years later, still sitting here in the Elijah chair. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. And boom, shakalaka. So fathers, go home. You got two or more children, get at least two, work at least two jobs. Now you so, so now what's that? What's that? Well, pal, well, my friend, here's what that does. Now, if you can come on over, because what we want to do is that Japheth is, cr is crumbling. He's, he's imploding. He, he's finished. He's no longer a world leader. He's no longer a world champion. God has sent a spirit of delusion on him. God has condemned him. He's crazy now, Japheth. We're talking about the, you know, the people from the land of winter. They're crazy. You don't even have to fight them no more. They're going to fight themselves. So what we, we, we're going to do is that we don't really have any opposition. All we need is organization. And God will not let you organize if you don't go home to your children. Now, the, uh, you said, Pastor, what about you know, the differences with that woman? We'll talk about that also, but right now let me tell you about what we're going to do about the Caribbean, the land of Canaanites. You know, I told you that the Canaanites were the, so that's what Israel, the land of Israel, and it's legitimately Israel, it's not Palestine. The, Israel, is, even though it ain't blessed no more, G Jesus said that, that Jerusalem is a, is, a, is a stinking city now. It's a cesspool. It's like Sodom. Wonder he don't find brimstone, that whole place called Jerusalem. That's what he said in Revelation chapter 8, chapter 11, verse 8. But my father, Canaan, well, my brother Canaan, was the first to inhabit the land of Israel. It was called Canaan land, and God gave it to the Jews. He gave it to Abraham. He gave the land to Abraham, and then he gave, my, gave Abraham my father Ham's, because Abraham's name, Abraham's name was first Abram until they gave him my father Ham's name. I said Abram's name was Abram until they gave him my father Ham's name. Now it's called Abraham. Well, okay. And they gave him, Canaan was Ham's son. You remember there in Genesis chapter 9, verse 23 and following, 
that Canaan is the son of Ham. And that uh, he, and Jesus gave the Jews, a Shemite, my brother Canaan's land. And Canaan left. He got run out, went over to Egypt, went down into Africa, went to the West Coast. And, on, and he got picked up and started selling his, his children as slaves. And the Lord said to me, uh, to make retribution and restitution for selling your children as slaves, don't make your children modern slaves to the food stamp. That's what God said. See, the kings and the leaders and the elders over there on the west coast of Africa, they're Canaanites, sold their children to the slave ship, brought them over here to Jamaica, St. Croix, all those islands with all those English names. What the hell is that anyway? St. Croix, St. Thomas. What is that? What is that? St. Kitts. What is that? All them saints. Ain't no saints down there. What is that? All that Catholic stuff down there in Canaan. We're going to change all of that. I'll get to that another time. But what is that anyway? Virgin Islands. Anyway, so the Lord said, the Lord said, that don't do what your fathers did. By abandoning your children, the Canaanites abandoned their children to the slave trade, and now we are allowing a brother to abandon his children to the, to the food stamp and to the, to, the, to the government slave system, to the government slave schools, even to allow them to be enslaved to sodomy. God said, don't do that. Yet they will stop this now and repent. That's the next time I'm coming to that. Thing number two is that we're going to repent for selling our children into slaves. The Canaanites, way back there in Africa, going back three, four hundred years ago. Number two is that we're going to repent. And the repentance will be there'll be fruit, meat for repentance. The fruit that will be meat for repentance will be every father is going home and his children are not going to be slaves to the welfare system, to the food stamp system. Every father is going home, is going to work two jobs so that his children will not be slaves to the food stamp system, to the Japheth uh, political system. He's going home. He's going home. He's on his way home. Go home, brother. Go home, brother. Go home, brother. Go home to them children. Go on home. Get back in that house and take control of the remote control. Find out what your boy's doing. Make sure he ain't got no guns in his sneakers. Find out what your daughter's doing. Check them out. Go through their bedrooms and see if they got any dope in there. So the Lord told me to say that today, and I thought I'd come here and tell you. Now, you, uh, again, we need to get this message. You know that message I, I told you about that uh, over uh, nearly 6 million people have seen that video that I posted up. Janice Baines, an entertainment specialist down in Houston. She's from Jamaica. I'm going to talk to Janice about Jamaica and about Marcus Garvey. I'm coming to that. But that video right there, more than 6 million views, or nearly 6 million. Janice Bangs alone got 
million views. I think World Play Hip Hop got over 100,000 views. Boss It got over 20,000 views. We got 85,000 views ourselves on our own website. God said more than 12 million Hamite people have seen this. And thusly, the only, the, 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 the leading general who came to the aid of Africa and Haiti when it was under assault by that orange hat orangutan, by that coochie grabber, by that bankruptcy king, by that liar, by that racist and rapist, Tribulation Trump, the, the man who came and stood the tallest in defense of God's people, the Hamites and the Canaanites in Africa and Haiti was James David Manning. That's what God said. And that's what the numbers say too. So the Lord has said to me, to tell y'all now to go home and, and, and repent. We're going to hold a major, come September, we're going to have a major repentance service for what we did over there in Africa and for what we've done to our children. We're going to hold have a major repentance and we're going to repent. All the whole Hamite community, we're going to call on every island from Guyana all, all, uh, in South America, Trinidad and Tobago. Grenada, Dominique, St. Lucie, St. Croix, St. Kitts, St. Thomas, Haiti, Jamaica, Bermuda, Cuba, Puerto Rico. We're going to call on Mexico. Now, now Mexico, uh, they got something on us. Now I have to tell you, the Mexicans, they take care of their children. I have to tell you that, that they, you know, they're Hanites too, Canaanites. They're Canaanites as well. Uh, but they take care of their children. They don't run off the way we do. So I, I wanted to be able to say all that to you today. Now, so we got the, and we got the, you may not be able to come here just now because, but you ought to stop going, to, you ought to stop eating that swine from the African Methodist Episcopal Church, National Baptist Convention, National, you ought to stop eating that swine from Howard University. Stop eating that, these are all swine dancers, they're clowns in the closet, I tell you. You ought to stop it. Look at, listen, you done had Dr. Martin Luther King, you done march and we shall overcome till you can't overcome no more. Then you got this freak called Obama, he had him as the president, the highest office, and you still ain't got nothing. I mean, come on. Come on. Now, here's the thing. I'm not a hater. I don't hate the Hamite brother. So when you wake up and you say, you know, brother, you need to go home and take care of your children. You need to stop all this old civil rights slavery stuff. You need to get that stuff out of you. Get that Rosa Parks. Stop sitting down there on the man's job when you're sitting down on the bus. You ain't go to work. You look at Al Sharpton now and say, you know, Al wasn't really about very much. I mean, he raised a whole lot of cane, but Al was really in it for himself. Al got busted by the FBI. He's, he's known as CI number seven with the FBI as a confidential informant. He, Al was a drug dealer in Harlem. And, and, and then he became a so-called civil rights leader. Does that make you a hater? Well, that's what I said. I've only told, said, said the same thing. I told a brother, I told them brothers down there during the Katrina event going down into that dome, I told them, what's wrong with y'all? All them preachers getting on their private jets and their Rolls Royces and leaving town while the floodwaters. I said, I, does that make me a hater? I hate to have my brother. Can I tell the truth? No, don't make you a hater either. 
Well, God has said the Japheth people, they're crumbling. They're falling apart. You ain't going to be able to put that, what tribulation Trump, what tribulation Trump is doing to Japheth people, you ain't going to be able to put that Humpty Dumpty back together again. He had that Sweden boy over here, that president of Sweden over here yesterday. You ain't going to be able to put that Humpty Dumpty back together again, the way they're falling. So now I got to talk to you about voodoo, but I can't, I, I got some, God told me to say some things to you, but I, I don't have the time. I'm going to get to it. I want you, I'm going to tell you about voodoo. I'm going to tell you about the Caribbean. I'm going to tell you why voodoo grew up on the west coast of Africa. I'm going to tell you about that. I'm going to talk to you about that. I'm going to tell you about, uh, the Lord God then told me everything to make for the, the greatest nation of people that ever live, the Hamite people, that the first shall be last. That's what God said. That's what God said. I'm going to even tell you that it was an honorable thing to have served as a slave here in America and down in the Caribbean. I'm going to tell you, it was an honor that God let us serve like that. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. But you, you need to understand that this whole business that's going on now uh, with Japheth, if you don't take over the world, they ain't going to be anybody to take it over. Because that boy's foolish. That boy's crazy. I, that, them tribulation Trump people, they crazy. And they don't even know it. They don't even know it. You know, it, it's, it's, it's the judgment of God. So let's just recap, then I got to go. All right, Father, so if you can come now and get in, because we're going to call for the unification uh, and, and the revolution in the islands from, from Guyana to Bermuda. We're going to call for the making of Haiti as the capital of the Caribbean. We're going to honor Toussaint L'Overture. And we're going to honor Marcus Garvey. You know, Marcus Garvey used to be right here where I'm at right now. Marcus, he was, they made him go back to Jamaica. He got sold out by some brothers. And I'm going to watch all y'all with a fine, I mean, with a close eye when you come in here. Because Marcus got sold out and they had to go back to Jamaica where he died. Y'all know Marcus. He's from Jamaica. Tucson was from Haiti. They're right there next to each other. Marcus and Tucson. Two of the only leaders I respect. I don't respect these other people. I've always respected Tucson Overture. I've always respected Marcus Garvey. They're right there from the island. They're Canaanites. I said they're Canaanites. Right there from the island of Haiti and Jamaica. Well, we're going to reverse and in the spirit, we're going we're gonna, to uh, revolutionize the entire Caribbean from Guyana all the way up to Bermuda. You might want to get in on the first floor. Now, if you can't get in on the first floor by joining right away, then help spread the message of telling the Hamite brother to go home to his children. He said, well, what about the ones that are already there? Don't leave. And stop feeding our children rap music. Stop feeding our children sodomy teaching. Stop feeding our children diversity. You don't have to diverse. You are solely a, 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 a beautiful creation of God. You don't have to divest yourself and run around here and Agree to all of this nonsense and sin and debauchery and wickedness. So, so that's what, we, and then we're going to have a day of repentance for the selling of our brothers and our children in September. All that's coming up. You say, well, what, 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 well here, what that does is that because a lot of y'all can't come right now because your family members going to throw you out, and you know you have to get strong. You have to listen to me a little bit more. You know, you got to get strong. 
and you got to lead your family. You, your wife may not want to come. She may not want to leave the church she's in because she's on the choir, you know. And, uh, you know, she might, you, you, and the children are there, and you, you try to pull them out of there right now. You ought to be able to do it, but I understand. You haven't been exercising authority anywhere else. Right now, your wife may be running the house. She may be the boss. You may be the man in there, but she might be running the joint, you know, because she makes all the decisions, you know. I know how it is. Not that that ever happened to me now. That won't happen to me. But I know. So what you're going to do is that they cannot, there is not one Hamite, Japheth, or Shemite person that will call you a hater or a person of ill repute if you say, brothers, y'all need to go home to your children. I'm telling you, they, ain't nothing, they, they, ain't nothing, they can't raise no argument against that. There ain't no argument they can raise. There ain't nothing they can say against that. Nothing. Nothing. So I, I, I want to go ahead and wrap it up there. Um, I, I'm going to ask the engineer to uh, bring up that video uh, that, because I want this to be in the segment, You're because I got three segments now, and you're going to sit down over the next couple of weeks. We pray by the end of March, we pray that by Easter that, that we will reach at least 12 million people. Can you help me? That by Easter, we would reach 12 million people with video one, two, and three about feeding of the swine. So I'm going to ask the engineer if he will bring up uh, the, uh, uh, the my slamming tribulation Trump. And then after that, uh, take us back down to Haiti for a few moments uh, as I catch my breath. Uh, Mr. Engineer, go ahead and take over. I will not let that orange-haired orangutan, I will not let that coochie grabber, I will not let that scumbag, I will not let that liar, I will not let that psychopath, I will not let that Nazi tribulation Trump speak ill against the members of this church or the members of any of the states and nations of Africa or Haiti or anybody else. I rebuke you in the strongest terms, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I rebuke your mama and I rebuke her where the sun don't shine. You ever raise your voice against the people that God has put uh, under his care and under the power of his word. I rebuke your mama where the sun don't shine. I rebuke you and everything you stand for. I curse and bind you, you orange-haired orangutan, you low-life piece of dung yourself. You are worthy only for a major flush, along with no wiping, you piece of dung. You ever, don't you ever, don't you ever, and those of you that agree with tribulation Trump with respect to Haiti, you will not speak. And I'm calling on every Hamite, everyone with any Haitian or Hamite blood anywhere at any time to stand up and defend. Do not let this orange-haired freak, don't let this Nazi label the people of Haiti or the people of Africa or their progenity as dung. Don't do it. Orange had orangutan, the piece of trash, the piece of dung born of that wicked woman out there in Queens that hatched him from between her legs out there in Queens one day. Because that's what happened. He wasn't born. He was hatched 
with feathers on him coming out of his mama's vagina, smelling like the landfill out in Staten Island is what his mama's vagina smelled like when that freak was born. That's why he's a coochie grabber. He keeps reaching back trying to grab his mama, grab her coochie as he was hatched out of her coochie. This orange head orangutan, this duck, they said when they called him Donald, his mama, when she saw them feathers on him, that's why she named him. She named him Donald because he's Donald Duck. That's what he is. And he's a coochie grabber because he kept trying to crawl back up in his mama's coochie. That's how come he's such a liar and a freak. C'est 
Friends, we have been uh, all this week missing the, uh, uh, the, the prayer hour. The Lord controls the day prayer hour on the prayer line. You, you can call in if you so choose. We've got a few minutes left. The number is 646-845-9707. Uh, that number is 646-845-9707 should you choose to call in and we will pray for you. And I want to tell you uh, that prayer works. Uh, I was teaching a couple of days ago that truth is the most powerful weapon on the planet, and it is because it defends and destroys the most powerful uh, demonic spirit on the planet, and that is a lie. But beyond that, you want to latch on to prayer. And I want you to know that whatever you are encountering, there is an answer for it in the universe. There is. There, there is an answer, there is a way, and, and there is a power. And I'm going to be talking to you more about the anointing that God placed uh, within this house and upon this preacher to be able to destroy demons and to prevent them from progressing that God has given us spirit. Now, I'll talk to you more about how to bind the demons. I'm going to talk to you about that that God has put that spirit afoot. I, I'll get to it. But in the meantime, know that that's the case. And I will pray for you uh, that the demon has been attacking your mind, has been attacking, attacking your body, and attacking your financial situation. Understand that prayer will deal with that. And that God Almighty, his name is Jesus, has an answer for that. I met Jesus on my knees in prayer. I didn't meet him in a church where the choir was singing and the preacher was calling for people to come down the aisle. No, I was in a stinking jail cell on my knees in prayer is where I met the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to say to you that we, over the last couple of days, well, we've not, we've been uh, very much involved in a teaching that's just been exploding about the feeding of the swine. And we praise God for the opportunity to, to have shared that. But we also have to tell you that, you know, it, we have, it has taken some of the prayer time, and I pray that God has given some answers to you. Uh, you know, I tell people all the time that because there's so many people that, you know, would like to personally talk to me, but now when we open the prayer line, nobody calls, <laughs> you know. Uh, but they'll, but they'll go to my message segment on uh, on Facebook or whatever, you know, and then there's all kind of messages I want to talk to me. Pastor Matt, I like to talk. Well, call on the prayer line when it's open. But having said that, that uh, we believe that through the preaching of God's word, that whatever you're looking for, God has the answer. But I can tell you that. And by the preacher, just listen to the sermon. Just listen to the sermon and God will God will bless. God will heal. I've already, through the power of the Holy Ghost, the anointing of God, laid out most answers to most of your situations and conditions. They've already been laid out. You only really have to, and perhaps many of you don't call because of that. You haven't heard what you need to hear. 
All you need to do now is just be, obey God's word. Let me say this before I go. You know, the Old Testament is full of power. You know, in the Old Testament, you got the 23rd Psalm. In the Old Testament, you got Deuteronomy chapter 28 said, you shall be the head uh, and not the tail. You shall be above only and not belief. You shall be the lender and not the borrower. Good God Almighty. I said, good God Almighty. It said the Bible says uh, in the Old Testament, will bless your basket and your store. Good God Almighty. It says, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And then it says, I am the Lord thy God that brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, have no other gods before me. All that is in the Old Testament. And you know, people are trying to throw it away. I mean, why would you throw away the best part of the Bible? The devil wants you, the devil wants to hide that from you because it, all the answers to what you need is right now. The devil want to hide it from you. He want to hide the Old Testament from you. And, 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 and say, well, just, just pray about love. Well, you know, you're talking about love. Yeah, have you read Matthew's Gospel, chapter 24? Read 23, where Jesus calls them snakes, white as sepulchers, liars, blasphemers, hypocrites, lowlifes. Well, that's Jesus talking, my goodness. Now I see where the honorable man gets all this language from. Yeah? At any rate, so here, my friends, I wanted you to know that we, while we missed the prayer hour, uh, the line is still open. And uh, we're giving God the praise. If you, you know, I, time is tight now because we got to go into another actual uh, category segment of, of our broadcast here today. Uh, but we, we certainly will pray for you. Now, we, we, we will do that, and God will answer, and God will heal you. Now, I want to remind you that we're having prayer meeting tonight where we get down on our knees in the church. That's right. We get down on our knees. We hit the deck tonight at 7 o'clock at the Outlaw World Missionary Church. Or if you can't make it there physically, then log on. Tonight at 7 p.m., I'm going to be teaching, and then we're going to get down on our knees and pray. And then we're going to walk away in victory and power. Good God Almighty. And the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing. The anointing of the Holy Ghost, breaking every yoke, breaking every, good God Almighty. The prayer meeting tonight, make sure you're logged on if you can't be in the house. If you can be in the house, then you'll be under the power of the fire. Be, where, be, be sure to bring some asbestos clothing because the fire going to be jumping off the, prayer, off the altar tonight. I said the fire going to be jumping off the altar tonight if you're in the house. If you're online where you, you, know, you still get blessed, no, you will. Praise Almighty God. So that's tonight. Now, this is the 21st day of the fast. I'm going to be talking about that. We only got 19 days more to go. Well, the Lord's been good. 21 days so far. Good, good God Almighty. We thank the Lord. Well, my friends, I, I guess we don't get a caller here, so I'm going to let the engineer take me up to the top of the hour. Mr. Engineer, if you will, please. It'll make a junkie say Jesus is Lord. I got a word in my mouth. I got a word, 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 word in my mouth. Jesus. Thanks. 
that you can rely upon that has the blessings of God. When you listen to it, I am he, James David Manning, the quintessential American, the righteous, the rebel, James David Manning, broadcasting here from central Harlem. But God has changed the name of this community to Atla. We're just a couple of blocks from the Apollo Theater, and our church is located on what is referred to by many as Malcolm X Boulevard. Well, praise Almighty God. Got a lot of things. Sabbath, the incredible Sabbath, Rachel of Law will be joining us at the top of the hour. A number of things that we want to cover here today, and that is this. I want to let you know that the collapse of America is coming. Now, uh, Rome collapsed, and there were several reasons why, mainly the emperors and uh, the poor leadership. Uh, Caligula played a major part in the collapse of Rome, uh, but it collapsed. And prior to the collapse of the great empire, the Roman Empire, uh, the Egyptian Empire, one of the greatest ever, collapsed and crumbled into absolute nothing. God slapped the Hamites in, in Egypt, and they can't even remember their names. They don't even know where they come from. And then Rome rose up and became a world power. And dominated the world for many, many years. They reached all the way up into Europe, into upper Europe, up into the uh, J5 country. And then Rome collapsed. And it's, a bit, it's not, not even a, a, a micro of what it used to be. And of course, England once boasted about her powers, the United Kingdom, that the sun never set because England covered so many time zones. England owned all of the Caribbean islands, most of Africa, India, that the sun never set on the English, on the British Empire. That's how vast in power, and now she has collapsed. She's a third-rate nation now, England, the United Kingdom is. Then arose America in a revolution against King George. And George Cornwallis, General, and General Cornwallis, and America prevailed in the 1776 and the signing of the Declaration of Independence and the formation of the Constitution, a democratic document like no other document. And then America rose up in great power and became a, a great nation. And now she is collapsing. The epitaph, the epilogue of America, she's gone. Now, that's not, I don't hate America. I'm not against America. I'm not here. 
I'm just telling you that she is no longer a great nation. Now, it's difficult for a lot of people to see this and understand it, and they're hoping against hope that it ain't true, which is delusional, it's psychotic, it's, it's crazy. But my friends, Russia and a tyrant dictator named Vladimir Putin has infiltrated our nation. We were asleep at the switch. While y'all were busy hating on Obama and the other part of America promoting sodomy and hating on me, Vladimir Putin slipped into our nation while we were all sleeping. Well, I wasn't. Y'all were all sleeping in the tea parties in terms of hating on Obama and then hating on me because of sodomy and nobody was minding the gate, especially Barack Hussein Obama. And, 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 and Vladimir Putin came in with his technology aided by North Korea and came into our systems. You know, there is a system now called the SWIFT system. I don't know if you know what it is. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. You don't listen to me, so you might not be too up to date on stuff, especially if you're watching Fox News. There's a system called the SWIFT system. Now, the SWIFT system is a global technology that allows every nation, no matter what their political ideology is, or even if they are at war with other nations. The SWIFT system is a blind justice technology that allows nations to interchange on the internet, and before the major internet, on the electronic banking system. It's a banking system that's global. For instance, if you're in Moscow and you want to use your American Express card, well, the system, the SWIFT system is the system that transfers you to the American Express accounting system, checks your credit, and lets the matter go through in a nanosecond. You're in Beijing, China, and you come from Venezuela, and you have an American Express card again. And uh, you're in Beijing, you put that card in, the SWIFT system instantly picks up the queue. It was just pure electronic uh, calculation, which took a little bit of time, but now it's on a nanosecond, and, and every nation belongs to the SWIFT system, no matter whether you're Cuba or communist. Every nation belongs to the SWIFT system. That's right. But Vladimir Putin and Tribulation Trump has been able to set up now a counter or a duplicate system like the SWIFT system, but it doesn't check our credit reports. It doesn't tell, say whether our credit card is valid or not. It listens in on every major political uh, structure of every nation, Germany, England, Poland, Spain, Venezuela, Cuba, the United States, Canada, Australia, Sweden, Finland, Norway, all of those systems. And now Vladimir Putin has developed a system, now listen to me very carefully, like the SWIFT system that allows him to tap into every system of government and its leadership 
and its process of leadership around the globe. And nobody knows where to find it. They, they don't know where to find it. And America probably could put on a major search. But it all happened when they designed a computer going back many years ago, and they set up the system. You know, the, uh, the, the, the Dr. Oppenheimer, who was with the, uh, the group that developed the atomic weapon out in uh, Nevada, it was, I believe, uh, before dropping that bad boy on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, when they first uh, developed Dr. Oppenheimer, who was in charge of that project, the Manhattan Project, it was called, they were afraid that by splitting the atom, and because the atmosphere and the world is lousy with atom, everything has an atomic makeup, and by splitting it, in, within it is this incredible amount of energy into one atom, though it's infinitesimal, you can't even see it, it's, you have to use a microscope and a high-powered one to see the atom, yet it has unprecedented, unmeasurable power in one atom, and when you split it, that power is released. But not only does it release power, it also releases a mechanism that splits all other atoms within its purview. Therefore, you get this extraordinary explosion and heat wave and shock wave when you split the atom with the atomic bomb. And Dr. Oppenheimer was afraid that when he opened up the process of splitting the atom, that the process would never stop and the whole world would be consumed in one major uh, atomic explosion with the first uh, experiment of splitting the atom. Well, that didn't happen. But the process here, I'm saying all of that to say this, is that when they opened up the lines of technology, they played right into the devil's hand. The technology that works your computer is a system designed by the devil. It's not God's system. It's an inhonorable system. It's a system designed by the devil that works in nanoseconds that cannot be refuted. And others have learned how to harness it to do various things. And Vladimir Putin has learned how to harness it in order to be able to run electoral systems and, and to destroy nations. And America was his prize. And we're having this big argument. And you got people out there in the ether who really are sick, they need to be in sanatoriums, saying that, that Vladimir Putin didn't have nothing to do, that our, our voting system is safe, and you got that orange hat orangutan who stood up yesterday with the Sweden president and said, in the midst of the fact that he knew Gary Cohn had left the White House and there was nobody in the White House that came to him when he took over back in January of 2017, there's absolutely nobody left. Gary Cohn was the last one, except for Ivanka uh, and Jerry. Yet he said there are 10 people for every job. <laughs> I can't tell that to, to, to Gary Cohn and to uh, Hope Hicks and a whole lot of other people. But no, he has denied and denied and denied this system that has us at our mercy. The electronic voter system that Trump has set up, I mean, not Trump, but Vladimir Putin has set up, is like unto you cannot stop American Express from approving or disapproving 
your purchase, whether you're in Kiev or in Moscow. At any rate, my friends, I've said all that to say this, that America has collapsed. Like all other nations, the anointing and power has moved and she's becoming a crumbling nation. Her infrastructure is gone. Her political infrastructure is gone. The Southern Baptist Church will not be able to preach another sermon. Soon as all this truth comes out about tribulation Trump and, and the devil lured them into supporting, they'll never be able to evangelize even in a chicken coop again. The, the, the Amer America as we know it no longer exists. It's now going to be turned over to the former slaves. You don't want to hear that, many of you. Many of you do. But you know, I, I, before I wrap everything up here today, I want you to know, as we talk now about the collapsing of America, remember I told you how insidious Obama was, and I've told you how insidious tribulation Trump is, and I was right. I'm right about America is no longer how the great, how, how have the mighty fallen. But don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. The Hamites with some Japheth and Shemites will replace it, but they're going to move the capital to the Caribbean. I'm James David Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord servant. The, the teachers here, they, they care about you and then they put something in you to, uh, to, to, to really push yourselves and to, and to really bring your work. Like, you know, if Elder LaFleur or the Vessels give you assignment, you know, sometimes you, it may seem hard, but then they'll push, push into you the, 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 the spirit and the willingness to complete and do your best excellence all the time. And then when you do that, you know, you come out with something at the end and you'd be like, wow, I didn't know this was in me and I actually did this. This is awesome. So one of the things I, I would say to you, to you all and one of the things I was jealous of is that that thing that you create that they put into you and brought out, take that thing and, and, and like, Put it in storage and hold that in your heart because when you get out here in college and in the real world, no one's going to push you to do that. At Great Tomorrow's Elementary, Middle Schools, and Atla High School, we provide students with a great education, safe environment, and biblical principles that will help build your child's character. We stress the total development of each child, spiritual, moral, intellectual, social, emotional, and physical. Our motto, All Excellence All the Time, is part of our wonderful math curriculum, Memory, Articulation, and Discipline, given to the Honorable James David Manning by Almighty God. If you're looking for a nurturing Christian environment for your children, look no further and discover why Great Tomorrow's Elementary Middle Schools and Atla High School are without a doubt the, the best school in America!
There goes the family, she's got a new friend There goes the looks, this is the end I guess she really was the all-American girl Pick up heroin and you'll throw away everything you love Share your stories on Instagram with hashtag heroin expensive water in the entire world. We are back now in a court proceeding regarding the water and sewer tax on our much-loved property, the Outlaw World Missionary Church here on the corner of 123rd Street and Lenox Avenue. Many of you have been aware of a court battle that we started back in February of 2016 where the New York City, in conjunction with a bank, uh, tried to foreclose our property uh, for water and sewer taxes. At the time, in February of 2016, the amount of money that the city was demanding from us was $1.2 million uh, in order that we could stop uh, or keep our property or be foreclosed. Upon close examination of the bill that was presented to the court by the city of New York, we discovered uh, that the billings that came from the Department of Environmental Protection, which regulates the dispensing of water and the carriage of sewage from all buildings and property in New York City government, non-for-profit, public, and corporate and for-profit businesses, one agency oversees that entire process. They're called the Department of Environmental Protection. And we discovered that uh, the Department of Environmental Protection, in their calculation of what water we had used, notwithstanding that the, uh, the city of New York and the state of New York have both uh, given us a full and complete tax exemption because we are a not-for-profit organization that operates a homeless shelter 24 hours a day. We operate a breakfast program, a soup kitchen, 
a, a school that covers kindergarten, elementary, middle school, and high school that's been running for over 25 years, a church and a ministry of counseling and teaching, a prison ministry uh, that goes on 24 hours a day, seven days a week inside of the property you just saw. So New York City and New York State have both exempted us from any taxes because of the services that we provide to the community that are invaluable to the city. But the Department of Environmental Protection is another animal. They're the one that control the use of water. And what we discovered through the work of our investigation and our uh, opposing this matter in court that the city stated, or the Department of Environmental Protection stated, that even though they were asking us to fork up $1.2 million, uh, the bill, the true bill that they alleged that we owed, even though we don't owe it, we're tax exempt, was, was $105,000 that had accumulated over a period of 25 years, uh, the charge for the water. But with their adding on of interest and other charges, ran a $100,000, pardon me, I said uh, $105,000, ran a $105,000 bill that accumulated over a period of 25 years, all of which we, uh, we vehemently and vigorously oppose, to $1.2 million is what they want from us for serving us water and allowing the sewer service to uh, flow from our property. $1.2 million, that was bad in 2016. We took them out of the court and we swatted it away because it was an invalid foreclosure and had enough holes in it to make a, a whole pound of Swiss cheese. The judge removed it. And, uh, and we then went back to the court and said to the court, we want you judge to look at the fact that a previous law court in the city court system of New York under the judgeship of Judge Cornreich, a judge that uh, we were completely tax exempt from all water and sewer charges uh, going back to the year 2001 or 2002 or somewhere thereabouts. That judgment was handed down to the city of New York Department of Environmental Protection, told them to leave us alone because we're completely exempt. We have a homeless shelter. We, uh, though we have par par parcels in the building, uh, where people live, such as myself and a caretaker and administrator of our school, that we are a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, fully exempt, and the judge ordered the city of New York to back off, shut up, and leave these people alone. Well, the city of New York did not do that. Now, the reason why the city of New York were distressed by that decision from Judge Cornreich declaring us not owing the city Department of Environmental Protection not one dime, was because they have foreclosed on hundreds of small storefront churches who in New York, the churches' buildings were converted uh, from uh, tenement buildings into storefronts and then above that residential areas. And there are literally thousands of them over the city of New York. 
and the city has been foreclosing or yanking or jacking taxes and water charges from the apartments above the church, but allowing the church to enjoy a tax exemption even from water and sewer charges. And when the judge ruled in our favor, Judge Cornwright ruled in our favor, that was a precedent, that was a watermark uh, for all churches that had been foreclosed previously, property confiscated and sold by banks and people thrown into the streets. Well, that, all that, those decisions going back years have been overturned by the decision of Judge Cornwright that decided because we put a vigorous defense up stating that we were fully tax exempt. But the city then appealed it because they realized that they would be caught really red-handed uh, having foreclosed, disrupted, destroyed families, destroyed people, uh, and, and, and just confiscated property from people through an illegal tax of water and sewer. And so they appealed and took it to the Court of Appeal, to, to the Appellate Division in New York. And in the Appellate Division, there was a, a case also going for, there's a, the Watchtower, the Jehovah's Witnesses have a mega building about 30 stories high in Brooklyn called the Watchtower. And in the Watchtower, they have religious organizations and religious services and administration, but they also have a number of rooms in their building where they house visiting preachers or counselors or people coming from out of other states uh, to stay while they're hosting events or conferences. That matter went before the appellate division and the appellate division ruled that the Jehovah's Witnesses, though their main feature could be water and tax exempt, uh, having members come in and sleep overnight in some of their rooms was not tax exempt. And as a result of that, uh, when our case went before the appellate division, the judge did not rule against us, but sent our case back down to the law court to be reviewed based on the uh, Jehovah's Witness Watchtower decision that appeared to be similar to ours. But our case is distinguishable from the Jehovah's Witness case. Our case, though we have rooms in our property uh, that's not a sanctuary or fellowship hall, all those rooms serve as either homeless shelters or legitimate areas of parsonage or administrative or caretaker, which is also uh, exempt under the water and sewer. So we are distinguishable. Uh, and the, the, the appellate court did not say that we were tax exempt. It sent it back to the, the, the law court that brought to the city of New York to reexamine it. And when the law court, we appealed after the foreclosure action, the law court, same judge that stopped the foreclosure action, looked at the Jehovah's Witness uh, uh, action and said, well, even though you have been given a tax exemption for years, uh, the law court is now reversing that. And so the judge then denied us full tax exemption and the city has come after us again. Uh, but this time, not for 1.2 million, they come after us for $1.7 million for water. Ain't that nothing? So therefore, we've called this segment, New York City has the most expensive water in the world. I mean, it is an outrage. It's unconscionable that the city of New York would even come anywhere near us or, or not allow our exemption to go through and just leave us alone. I mean, how can a building like this, 
used $1.7 million worth of water in an entire lifetime. Look at that. Look at that. That's our building. How can we use over $1.7 million in water and the nerve of New York City to want to charge a church in Harlem that educates children from kindergarten to high school, runs a breakfast program, houses the homeless, they want us to give them $1.7 million when the courts have already said previously we were tax exempt. But because of a Jehovah's Witness decision in the appellate division, our exemption was then yanked from us. And by the way, it isn't that we didn't say to the city over the years that we're tax exempt. No, we did. And so now the matter is being noised abroad to go back to court. You know, we haven't taken the matter fully to court as yet, but we're going in. We're filing motions and going in again. And we're just letting you know that we're going to start another great big fight here in New York City. I'll be coming back from time to time to give you the progress report. There are several things that we want to look at. I'm not going to reveal them now because we got uh, enemy ears listening. But I want you to know uh, from the horse's mouth, if you will, uh, what is going on? Now, we're going to defeat it. There's no doubt about that. You know, I mean, it's being outraged. I don't think there's a judge in New York City, even one of our worst enemies, that would shut down a church over a water and sewer bill. I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, we got some pretty liberal judges here in New York. And, you know, yeah, that goes as. But how you going to fix your mouth to write a law to put a church in the street for the homeless shelter, and we've been doing this for years. We have fed over one million meals to hungry bellies here in, in Harlem, and we got in New York City in totality. We got a breakfast program that goes on every day here in this community. But I wanted you to know, and see, the real deal behind this. It, it, it is not that the city doesn't recognize that we are, they've already getting, the state of New York says we're 100% tax exempt, we don't pay any property taxes. The city of New York said we're 100% tax exempt, we don't pay any property taxes. In fact, the city and the state of New York have given us uh, decrees and said if we want to go out and buy something for the church, if we want to buy a piano, we want to buy a pew, or we want to buy something for the church, we want to buy a light fixture, that we don't have to pay tax on anything except these thieves over there at the Department of Environmental Protection. We don't have, if we want to buy a television for the school, we want to buy, want to buy a desk for the school, want to buy a stove for the kitchen, want to buy a refrigerator for the fellowship hall. We don't have to pay any New York City or New York State taxes. Zip, nada, nothing. They've given us that in writing. Wherever we go, we're completely tax exempt, except for these thieves over there in the Department of Environmental Protection. We ain't going to pay. $1.7 million? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. So I thought I'd let you know. I figured you'd want to know what's going on. Well, you know, we're back in court again. We're going to fight this again. And we're going to win. But I mean, the nerve. Of New York City. I mean, even they don't like our politics. We have a right, a freedom of speech, to preach the word of God. But I want this to be plastered all over the world. I want all, New York City has the most. Don't come to New York. Water is expensive in New York. They want to charge us $1.7 million for water, for crying out loud. Ain't that nothing? 
<laughs> they ain't hurting me. I, you would, I, but I'm going to tell you what, what else we're going to do in terms of our legal maneuvers. But all of this is a smokescreen. All of this is a sham to protect New York City because up until we came along, they were foreclosing storefront churches. I don't know if you live out there in the hinterlands. You might not know what a storefront is. They were closing down small storefront churches that didn't have the legal team and didn't have the legal expertise, uh, and they took their properties. The banks foreclosed, took the property, and then turned them into multi-million dollar condos. Quite frankly, the city has been acting like a criminal for years, and we stopped it. We stopped it. We stopped it, even when the Jehovah's Witnesses couldn't stop it. We stopped it, and that's why they're after us. They want to make an example out of us. But we, we ain't going to let it happen. No. Jesus said, uh-uh, uh-uh, he said, ain't going to let it happen. But I thought maybe I'd let you know because I figured you need to be in to know. And we'll give you updates from, from time to time about uh, where we are. But yeah, $1.7 million for water. <laughs> Anyway, I'm James Evan Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord Servant. Preach on, preach on, keep God in your heart, in your Because we weren't here to do it. The city would have to come in and feed and educate these children. We don't get a dime from the city, the state, nor the federal government. Not one dime, not one dime from any of them demons. Not one dime comes to, to cook that food. Not one dime. Every bit of it comes from the tithe and the offering. And, the, and they say, after we serve all these meals, educate all these children, keep people out of prison, counsel husbands and wives they say i should pay them taxes also no no we're not paying them any taxes why should we and that's why the tax exemption for churches and charitable organizations was set up in the first place because churches do work that ostensibly the state or the government doesn't have to do At Great Tomorrow's Elementary, Middle Schools, and Atla High School, we provide students with a great education, safe environment, and biblical principles that will help build your child's character. We stress the total development of each child, spiritual, moral, intellectual, social, emotional, and physical. Our motto, All Excellence All the Time, is part of our wonderful math curriculum, Memory, Articulation, and Discipline, given to the Honorable James David Manning by Almighty God. 
If you're looking for a nurturing Christian environment for your children, look no further and discover why Great Tomorrow's elementary middle schools and Atla High School are without a doubt the best school in America. I, uh, on yesterday alone, this three-level chess that the rednecks are saying that this New York liberal, this coochie ga- grabber, this, this master who loves chaos uh, happened in his administration. Yesterday, Gary Cohn, a globalist from Wall Street, Goldman Sachs in particular, became security economic advisor to Tribulation Trump and the original foray into the White House administration, resigned on yesterday. Now, he resigned for a couple of reasons. Reason number one was going back to the summer of last year in Charlottesville, where the Nazis and the white supremacists marched, and that woman was killed. Tribulation Trump, along with Gary Cohn and several others coming down the elevator in Trump Tower last summer, said there were good people on both sides. There were good people on both sides. People who opposed the Nazis and the white supremacists. There were good people in the Nazis and white supremacists and good people who were opposing it. Gary Cohn, you can see the intensity of his face. He, he, he thought that was a wrong move by Trump. He thought it was pure natural born racist and began to separate himself from Trump. Well, my sources tell me that since that day in Trump Tower, where Trump said that there were good people in, with marching with the Nazis and the white supremacists, that, and, and, and Gary Cohn let it be known that he vehemently disagreed with that. He and Trump had been on the outs with one another. They riding on the plane, they're rolling eyes at one another. They would never shake hands in a, in a cordial way. They were bitter at one another. This is going back last summer. And then, of course, Gary Cohn, being the economic advisor, being a genius, if you will, coming from Wall Street, Goldman Sachs, was able to help Tribulation Trump put through this backing of a truck up to the Treasury Department and unloading $1.5 billion for the Wall Street crowd. They robbed the Treasury. And Gary Coleman was one of the henchmen that put him, Paul Ryan, and Mitch McConnell, along with Tribulation Trump, were able to back a truck up to the Treasury Department and rob it for $1.5 trillion. I say trillion, trillion dollars is what I meant. Anyway, so I told you the wag the dog theory, Trump either has to start a wall, and Kim Jong-un has taken a wall off the table. Kim Jong-un said, we want peace. Trump, hey, Trump, how come you don't want to talk, homie? Hey, Trump, we'll talk to you. We'll even stop. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is a player. That, that's just a master. I swear, this boy got to be him, mate. Kim Jong-un has said, listen, Trump, we don't want war, man. We want peace. We're not, we're not fighters. We'll sit down at the peace table. And by the way, Trump, we'll stop firing off all these missiles, you know, and we'll stop developing our atomic weapons. Sit down and have a peace, man. Why don't they talk about war? All these big bombs you got. It has completely neutered Trump. Kim Jong-un has completely neutered Trump. Went down to South Korea, had met with the leaders down there in South Korea, said, let's sit down and talk, man. And over some kimchi. (laughs) Anyway, so Trump ain't got nobody to pick a war with. So here's what he did. Because he needs to get the the, the attention off the fact that he's got nobody left in the White House. Uh, H.R. McMaster is planning on leaving. 
Uh, John Kelly is planning, on, and, and Cone has left. Uh, the, the, uh, Hope Hicks has left. Uh, everybody's been either fired or on the indictment or an, an investigation. Uh, Bannon is gone. Priebus is gone. Spicer is gone. I mean, everybody's gone. They don't want to work for him. They think he's a maniac. He's a fool. And Kim Jong-un has played him. I swear this has got to be one of the classic political moves of all time. Uh, Kim Jong-un has taken the Trump option of war against North Korea. He took it off the table. You ain't, you ain't what you going to do. I'm talking peace now. What you going to talk? Anyway, so the, the whole matter here is Gary Cohn says he, after the tariff, with tribulation Trump said they're going to slap a 25% tariff on all steel and um, coming into America and the 10% tariff on all aluminum, Gary Cohn said that's going to cause a great depression. Don't you remember? That's what happened back in 1930 that brought there. You can't have a trade war and you can't win. And Trump wrote around talking, we can win it. Cohn said, I'm resigning. That's it. I've had enough with you. You aren't had a rank attack and walked out. But that ain't all that happened yesterday. Yesterday, we're just, we're, we're talking a normal day with this fool and his people, his followers. There was a lawsuit lodged in a court in California against in New York against Tribulation Trump by this porn star. I think her name is Susie Clifford, but she called herself Stormy Daniels. She has lodged a, a, a lawsuit against Tribulation Trump. Yesterday it was filed in court alleging that the hush-hush agreement, a settlement that she had with Tribulation Trump, is null and void because Trump never signed it to keep her quiet. So she's under no ob obligation to keep quiet. She's going to tell her off. By the way, Omarosa's gone too. By the way, I looked at that woman. I figured, thought, I just thought about Omarosa. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah. So the boy gets sued by a porn star. Shades of Paula Jones and Bill Clinton in the White House. And by the way, this case can go to court because, you know, the ruling during the Paula Jones event when Paula Jones sued Tribulation, I mean, Bill Clinton, uh, anything that happened prior to the presidency, a crime or criminal offense that you did, you are not protected by the presidency. They can jack, the, the Stormy Daniels can make Tribulation Trump, Trump come to court and send on the, so it's going to be very interesting to watch. I don't know if it'll get that far. Not because they're not worthy of it. There's so many other things after Trump. That, this will have to take a back seat. But that the fact that a porn star, <laughs> not a girlfriend, not an irate girlfriend, but a porn star has filed a, a lawsuit against the president. I swear you can't make this slop up. You can't make this sleazy stuff up. This is as sleazy as a porn star who has slept with a whole lot of men. Trump has kissed her. Ah, and she is suing him because she didn't like it. I swear. <laughs> you, you can't make Anyway, that ain't all that happened yesterday. No. All this going on on, on yesterday, the, uh, uh, the uh, Gary Cohn, I mean, not Gary Cohn, what we're talking about, uh, Michael Cohen. Everybody, these boys get these Jewish names. Why come, uh, why come Gary doesn't have an E in his name like Michael has an E in his name? See, Gary Cohn is, is G-A-R-C-O-H-E-N. Michael Cohn is Michael, you know how I spell that, C-O-H-E-N. How come he got an E and the other boy don't? What is it with these Jewish people? I don't hate Jews, <laughs> but they're all Jews. You know that, right? By the way, whatever happened to all the Jew haters, I'm not one of them that didn't want to see Jews in the White House. 
but they let trip. I'm not a Jew hater. I, I, you know, anyway, I'll have to explain that. So he got hit with a lot of what the potential of now, because it, it, it was broke the day before. It was within the same 24-hour news cycle that Gary Cohen, the Cohen with an E, uh, in the middle of it, said that he's mad because he ain't got his. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get his money back. He paid $130,000, and money is tight these days. He paid $130,000 to this porn star, and Trump was, supposed, Trump was supposed to give it back to him, and Trump did, and now he's mad. <laughs> and then finally, and the news breaking is that this tariff thing, I, I, I said to you, is, uh, is going to tank the economy. Ultimately, it will. And it, it, it doesn't meet the purposes. But what it does, it takes the discussion about all the other things that are going on that Trump's entire cabinet, his entire cabinet, except for Rex Tillerson, McMaster, and a few other people, and that, that Dr. Ben Hoghead, uh, Uncle Ben Carson, they're all gone. This is unprecedented. This is never, and all them, them fat Japheth rednecks are sitting out in redneck country talking about this is brilliant. Look how he's running the White House. This is absolutely brilliant. I swear. I swear before God and seven other black men. I swear. You, you, how do they fix their mouth to say this? Trump's creating jobs. Listen, all these jobs are Obama jobs, okay? As much as I hate to say that. As much as I hate to say that, all these jobs and all the economy, that's all Obama. That's all Obama. Uh, but the, he's creating jobs. Look how he's brilliant. Look how he, look how every, I swear, I, I, I guess when you, when you already been made a fool of, like all these rednecks and deplorables and lowlifes that voted for Trump, Ain't no point in stopping there. If you already been made a fool of, you might as well go for the whole goat and just continue to act like a rabbit fool, saying that Trump is genius. Three-level chess. Chaos is brilliant. I guess if you're already a fool and you're already certified a fool, ain't no point in stopping there. You might as well go all the way to the bottom. So that's exactly what they're doing. But me, everybody. I'm James David Manning. Now, finally, the Mueller investigation. There's got this guy Sam Nunberg the other day uh, has led on that Mueller has got concrete, rock solid, credible evidence of collusion, and I got it too. But I, you, you know, you're not gonna take it from me. You take it when when they drop it on Trump. This is going to be one thing, I swear, I don't know when it's going to hit, where it's going to hit in the summertime. I probably can get my vacation in before, I swear. Because when, when, Trump, when, when Mueller starts calling Trump in and dropping all this stuff on him, the whole world is going, the American is going to collapse like a house of cards. Now let me get, I'm getting my vacation in early. Normally I go in August. I think I might go in June or July now. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be out there when this stuff starts hitting the fan. But no, uh, not only does, and everybody knows that Mueller has got rock-solid collusion evidence, but collusion's not a crime. A conspiracy thereafter could be writing a lie, a, a letter that is a lie, and lying to the FBI could be collusion's not a crime. But everybody knows that Trump colluded with Lavrov, Kislyak, and then they told Lester Holt that uh, an obstruction of justice 
that he fired James Comey. So uh, Mueller's got a ton of information, financial information, sex scandalous sex information. He's got enough information, both in collusion, uh, obstruction of justice, sex, money laundering, and a whole lot of other stuff, racism, to make your teeth turn green. I don't know, you're going to need four years just to prosecute all this stuff. But I thought I'd let you know that. And I thought I'd also let, inform you that Trump is a major deceiver. But you want to go even deeper with him? Go ahead, homie. Go ahead. It's a free country. Hell ain't full yet. I told you about the fellow that said the other day that, that the church was full of hypocrites. I said, what? I said, no, no. There's still room left. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Engineer, take me out of this laugh. I got <laughs> Take me out of this, please. please. States Air Force. I'm Stan Hand, Lieutenant Colonel, United States Air Force. I'm David Williams, United States Army, 1st Cavalry Division. If you're a veteran and you're homeless, it's time to come home. If you happen to know a veteran who is homeless, please tell them it's time to come home. You're not alone, you're coming home. Oh, you're not alone. My name is Andrew, and I have osteosarcoma. It's a serious thing, and you can die from that. Every hour, somewhere in America, a child like Andrew is diagnosed with cancer. They said that I had to get my leg amputated. My mom was crying. I was scared. I cried. I wanted to be either like a football player or a basketball player. That's what I thought of the second they said they were going to amputate my life. I don't know if my dream is ever going to come true. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is often where doctors send their toughest cases. With a gift of just $19 a month, you'll help St. Jude provide pioneering research, treatment, and cures. It was really heartbreaking because at that point, you don't even know if he's going to live many more days. We made a determination, and we're going to fight. you got to fight with everything you got, and you're not fighting by yourself. You're fighting with St. Jude. St. Jude, they hooked me up with a new prosthetic leg. I felt very special. Just holding it up is like a trophy of, like, the struggle I've been through. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. If you have to face something like this, these are the people that you want to be by your side. I, I don't know where we would be without St. Jude. I want to say to the doctors and the nurses and the scientists, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. 
St. Jude is strength, hope, love. That's what gets you past the hardest times in your life. Help save the life of a child like Andrew and become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today. Seven, three, two, one, the Hamite anointing. Let me tell you what those numbers mean. Uh, today, live, is the seventh day of the third month of the year and the 21st day of a 40-day fast that the Outlaw World Missionary Church worldwide, its members and adherents, have been participating in. So the number 7321-40 represents uh, a period of time where we are now at, which means that today and 24 hours before this day and 24 hours after, there is extraordinary power, extraordinary anointing. If you got an issue, take it before the Lord. And be very mindful, have your eyes open, have your spiritual antenna wide open that God will show you something, will open a secret, will show you something. Make sure you don't miss it. Make sure when you hear it that you don't miss it. The other thing about this is that we're participating in the 127-7 fast. Now, during the time of the fast, from 12 o'clock noon to 7 p.m. in the evening, will be a critical time where it's highly potential that the Lord will speak a secret to you, speak a power, speak an anointing unto you that will break every yoke. And even while the fast is after 7 o'clock tonight, perchance, God Almighty, his name is Jesus, through the power of the Holy Ghost, will speak a word to you, a word of deliverance, unveiling secrets, letting you see clearly, a word of healing, a word of strength, a word of power that God will speak. So we have reached a milestone here using God's techniques. The seventh day, the third month, and the 21st day of the 40 days of fasting. Now, let me break all that down for you. Seven is God's number of completion. Three is God's number of holiness. One is God's number. Uh, two, uh, 21 is God's number of power. And 12 in reverse is God's number of nation. So we got all three of the most powerful numbers in all of the known universe, even in heaven itself, these numbers are, are, are pliable. Seven, three, two, one, dash, 40. And 40 is a new beginning. At the end of the 40 days, a woman carries a child in her womb successfully for 40 weeks. There's 12 weeks left over. But she carries a child for 40 weeks, consisting of nine months, and she gives birth. Because birth begins at 40. Life begins at 40. 
The Bible says that Jesus was in the wilderness and fasted for 40 days without meat or bread. The Bible says that Israel was in the wilderness for 40 days, 40 years, I'm sorry, pardon me. And that when it rained upon the earth in the days of Noah, that it rained for 40 days and for 40 nights. And after that, a new beginning. One of the cleanest presentation of a new beginning is the 40 and, and Noah getting off that boat after 40 days and a new earth and a new, new family and a new progenity began. On Palm Sunday of this year, we would have completed 40 days of spiritual cleansing, 40 days of amassing power. Could go to my Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Power to tread upon serpents, power to cast out demons, power to heal, power to, at Palm Sunday, will represent 40 days of accumulation and a new beginning. Our lives are going to start all over again. At the end of this 40 days, you're going to see a brand new power coming out of the people of the Outlaw World Missionary Church. But now we're just, we've crossed over the halfway mark of the 40 days. This is the 21st day. We've passed over the halfway mark. This is the 21st day. And we did it on the seventh day of the third month. Good God Almighty, Jesus. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. There's, there's some things that's going to happen in this new dispensation when the new begins. When Palm Sunday closes, a new order will begin. Just like when Jesus started his ministry. 40 days before he started his ministry, before Jesus started his ministry, the Bible tells us, Matthew writing, said that Jesus spent 40 days before he started his ministry in the wilderness by himself alone. The devil came to him and tempted him, told him to turn the stones into bread. Jesus said no. Throw yourself down from the temple and Jesus said no. Bow down and follow me and I'll give you the kingdom. Jesus said to worship the Lord thy God only. And then after the 40 days were over with, a ministry like no other on the planet earth under our Lord and Savior, Jesus, began. But it took the first 40 days. I said it took the first 40 days of fasting. Now at the end of 40 days, a new world was started with Noah and his three sons, Shem, my father, Ham, and Japheth. That's right. At the end of 40 years in the wilderness, a new generation went into my brother's Canaan land crossed the Jordan River, took down Jericho, and it's history after that. But my friends, those of us of the Outlaw World Mission who on this journey of 40 days are going to see a new beginning, and I even know now, even know now while I talk to you, even now while I talk to you, that God is going to speak on today, show you visions, give you wisdom, Healings and understandings, power, prophecies, miracles, knowledge and wisdom and faith. All, even just today. Wait till we get to the 40 days. The 40 days will end on Palm Sunday. The 40 days of fasting. And then we'll begin a new beginning and a new life. 
of the members of the Outlaw World Missionary Church, we will begin a new life on a new journey. 40 days. That's God's number. So today we've called this lesson 7321-40. And we've called this fast, unlike no other fast. We've never had a fast like this one before. We call this fast the 127-40 fast. Dash seven. I'm, I'm sorry, the one, two, seven, dash 40 fast. Yeah, that's what we called it. Using these great, powerful numbers that God has put in the universe. I'm looking forward. I'll meet you tonight in prayer meeting. Don't forget, make sure you're logged on for the prayer meeting tonight at seven o'clock on the 7th of March. Make sure you're logged on. If you can be in the house, please bring your asbestos suit spiritually. Please bring your asbestos suit, the power of God. We're going to get down on our knees tonight in the Outlaw World Missionary Sanctuary. And we're going to pray on this seventh day under this great anointing, this 21st day of the fast. And we'll move on from there. If you can't come physically, if you, if you tell the Lord, Lord, I physically, I can't get there. Physically, Lord, and the Lord know where you're lying or telling the truth or not. Don't lie to the Lord. If you can get here physically, get here. Don't lie to Jesus. Don't lie to Jesus. Don't lie to Jesus. If you can get here, get here. But if you physically can't get here tonight by 7 o'clock, then log on. And never from this day on because you ain't going to. God may send a word to you through the trust in the Lord hour at 9 o'clock in the mornings or the manning report at 10 o'clock in the mornings to 12 o'clock or the, the prayer meeting pulpit of power at 7 o'clock on Wednesdays, or the pulpit of power teaching on Saturdays at 10 o'clock, and uh, then the fellowship hour with Elizabeth Sarah Manning at 11, and then more teaching at 12 noon. God may use any one of those times to plant a word inside of those times. So never miss. From now on, never miss. Never miss. And then on Sunday, starting at 7 o'clock in the morning, we have more live streaming from 7 to 10 and then from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. But never miss, never miss, never miss, never miss, never miss. Because you may miss your blessing. You may miss your word. You may miss your healing. You may miss your revelation. You never know when God's going to speak. You know, the 10 virgins, one were five, five were wise and five were foolish. Have your oil ready and your lamps trimmed. For the bridegroom cometh at midnight. I'm James Everett Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord servant. All the land anointed holy. All the land anointed holy. All right, we are continuing our Manning report, the only report that's a true report uh, that you can rely upon that has the blessings of God. When you listen to it, I am he, James David Manning, the quintessential American, the righteous, the rebel, James David Manning, broadcasting here from central Harlem. But God has changed the name of this community to Atla. We're just a couple of blocks from the Apollo Theater, and our church is located on what is referred to by many as Malcolm X Boulevard. Well, praise Almighty God. Got a lot of things. Sabbath, the incredible Sabbath, Rachel of will be joining us at the top of the hour. A number of things that we want to cover here today, and that is this. I want to let you know that the collapse of America is coming. Now, uh, Rome 
collapse. And there were several reasons why, mainly the emperors and uh, the poor leadership, uh, Caligula played a major part in the collapse of Rome, uh, but it collapsed. And prior to the collapse of the great empire, the Roman Empire, uh, the Egyptian Empire, one of the greatest ever collapsed and crumbled into absolute nothing. God slapped the Hamites in, in Egypt and they can't even remember their names. They don't even know where they come from. And then Rome rose up and became a world power and dominated the world for many, many years. They reached all the way up into Europe, into upper Europe, up into the uh, Japheth country. And then Rome collapsed. And it's, a bit, it's not, not even a, a, a micro of what it used to be. And of course, England once boasted about her powers, the United Kingdom, that the sun never set because England covered so many time zones. England owned all of the Caribbean islands, most of Africa, India, that the sun never set on the English, on the British Empire. That's how vast in power, and now she has collapsed. She's a third-rate nation now, England, the United Kingdom is. Then arose America in a revolution against King George. And George Cornwallis, General, and General Cornwallis, and America prevailed in the 1776 and the signing of the Declaration of Independence and the formation of the Constitution, a democratic document like no other document. And then America rose up in great power and became a, a great nation. And now she is collapsing. The epitaph, the epilogue of America, she's gone. Now, that's not, I don't hate America. I'm not against America. I'm not here. I'm just telling you that she is no longer a great nation. Now, it's difficult for a lot of people to see this and understand it. And they're hoping against hope that it ain't true, which is delusional. It's psychotic. It's, it's crazy. But my friends, Russia and a tyrant dictator named Vladimir Putin has infiltrated our nation. We were asleep at the switch. While y'all were busy hating on Obama and the other part of America promoting sodomy and hating on me, Vladimir Putin slipped into our nation while we were all sleeping. Well, I wasn't. Y'all were all sleeping in the tea parties in terms of hating on Obama and then hating on me because of sodomy and nobody was minding the gate, especially Barack Hussein Obama. And, 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 and Vladimir Putin came in with his technology, aided by North Korea, and came into our systems. You know, there is a system now called the SWIFT system. I don't know if you know what it is. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. You don't listen to me, so you might not be too up to date on stuff, especially if you're watching Fox News. There's a system called the SWIFT system. Now, the SWIFT system is a global technology that allows every nation, no matter what their political ideology is, or even if they are at war with other nations. The SWIFT system is a 
blind justice technology that allows nations to interchange on the internet and before the major internet on the electronic banking system. It's a banking system that's global. For instance, if you're in Moscow and you want to use your American Express card, well, the system, the SWIFT system, is the system that transfers you to the American Express accounting system, checks your credit, and lets the matter go through in a nanosecond. You're in Beijing, China, and you come from Venezuela, and you have an American Express card again. And uh, you're in Beijing, you put that card in, the SWIFT system instantly picks up the queue. It was just pure electronic uh, calculation, which took a little bit of time, but now it's on a nanosecond, and, and every nation belongs to the SWIFT system, no matter whether you're Cuba or communist. Every nation belongs to the SWIFT system. That's right. But Vladimir Putin and Tribulation Trump has been able to set up now a counter or a duplicate system like the SWIFT system, but it doesn't check our credit reports. It doesn't tell, say whether our credit card is valid or not. It listens in on every major political uh, structure of every nation, Germany, England, Poland, Spain, Venezuela, Cuba, the United States, Canada, Australia, Sweden, Finland, Norway, all of those systems. And now Vladimir Putin has developed a system, now listen to me very carefully, like the SWIFT system that allows them to tap into every system of government and its leadership and its process of leadership around the globe. And nobody knows where to find it. They they don't know where to find it. And America probably could put on a major search. But it all happened when they designed the computer going back many years ago, and they set up the system. You know, the, uh, the, the, the Dr. Oppenheimer who was with the, uh, the group that developed the atomic weapon out in uh, Nevada, it was, I believe, uh, before dropping that bad boy on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. When they first uh, developed Dr. Oppenheimer, who was in charge of that project, the Manhattan Project, it was called, they were afraid that by splitting the atom, and because the atmosphere and the world is lousy with atom, everything has an atomic makeup, and by splitting it, in, within it is this incredible amount of energy into one atom. Though it's infinitesimal, you can't even see it. It's, you have to use a microscope and a high-powered one to see the atom, yet it has unprecedented, unmeasurable power in one atom. And when you split it, that power is released. But not only does it release power, it also releases a mechanism that splits all other atoms within its purview. Therefore, you get this extraordinary explosion and heat wave and shock wave when you split the atom with the atomic bomb. And Dr. Oppenheimer was afraid that when he opened up the process of splitting the atom, that the process would never stop and the whole world would be consumed in one major 
uh, atomic explosion with the first uh, experiment of splitting the atom. Well, that didn't happen. But the process here, I'm saying all of that to say this, is that when they opened up the lines of technology, they played right into the devil's hand. The technology that works your computer is a system designed by the devil. It's not God's system. It's an inhonorable system. It's a system designed by the devil that works in nanoseconds that cannot be refuted. And others have learned how to harness it to do various things. And Vladimir Putin has learned how to harness it in order to be able to run electoral systems and, and to destroy nations. And America was his prize. And we're having this big argument. And you got people out there in the ether who really are sick, they need to be in sanatoriums, saying that, that Vladimir Putin didn't have nothing to do, that our, our voting system is safe, and you got that orange hat orangutan who stood up yesterday with the Sweden president and said, in the midst of the fact that he knew Gary Cohn had left the White House and there was nobody in the White House that came to him when he took over back in January of 2017, there's absolutely nobody left. Gary Cohn was the last one, except for Ivanka uh, and Jerry. Yet he said there are 10 people for every job. I <laughs> can't tell that to, to, to Gary Cohn and to uh, Hope Hicks and a whole lot of other people. But no, he has denied and denied and denied this system that has us at our mercy. The electronic voter system that Trump has set up, I mean, not Trump, but Vladimir Putin has set up, is like unto you cannot stop American Express from approving or disapproving your purchase, whether you're in Kiev or in Moscow. At any rate, my friends, I've said all that to say this, that America has collapsed. Like all other nations, the anointing and power has moved, and she's becoming a crumbling nation. Her infrastructure is gone. Her political infrastructure is gone. The Southern Baptist Church will not be able to preach another sermon. Soon as all this truth comes out about tribulation Trump, and, and the devil lured them into supporting, they'll never be able to evangelize even in a chicken coop again. The, the, the Amer America as we know it no longer exists. It's now going to be turned over to the former slaves. You don't want to hear that, many of you. Many of you do. But you know, I, I, before I wrap everything up here today, I want you to know, as we talk now about the collapsing of America, remember I told you how insidious Obama was, and I've told you how insidious tribulation Trump is, and I was right. I'm right about America is no longer how the great, how, how have the mighty fallen? But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. The Hamites with some Japheth and Shemites will replace it, but they're going to move the capital to the Caribbean. I'm James David Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord's servant.
the, the teachers here, they, they care about you and then they put something in you to, uh, to, to, to really push yourselves and to, and to really bring your work. Like, you know, if Elder LaFleur or the Vessels give you assignment, you know, sometimes you, it may seem hard, but then they'll push, push into you the, 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 the spirit and the willingness to complete and do your best excellence all the time. And then when you do that, you know, you come out with something at the end and you'd be like, wow, I didn't even know this was in me and I actually did this. This is awesome. So one of the things I, I would say to you, to you all and one of the things I was jealous of is that that thing that you create that they put into you and brought out, take that thing and, and, and like put it in storage and hold that in your heart because when you get out here in college and in the real world, no one's going to push you to do that. At Great Tomorrow's Elementary, Middle Schools, and Atla High School, we provide students with a great education, safe environment, and biblical principles that will help build your child's character. We stress the total development of each child, spiritual, moral, intellectual, social, emotional, and physical. Our motto, All Excellence All the Time, is part of our wonderful math curriculum, Memory, Articulation, and Discipline, given to the Honorable James David Manning by Almighty God. If you're looking for a nurturing Christian environment for your children, Look no further and discover why Great Tomorrow's Elementary, Middle Schools, and Atla High School are without a doubt the, the best school in America. Share your stories on Instagram with hashtag heroin. Vivre en pays blanc, le moins rivé canal divin. 
my friends i am here to uh, inform you that new york city has the most expensive water in the entire world we are back now in a court proceeding regarding the water and sewer tax on our much loved property the outlaw world missionary church here on the corner of 123rd street and lennox avenue Many of you have been aware of a court battle that we started back in February of 2016, where the New York City, in conjunction with a bank, uh, tried to foreclose our property uh, for water and sewer taxes. At the time, in February of 2016, the amount of money that the city was demanding from us was $1.2 million dollars, uh, in order that we could stop uh, or keep our property or be foreclosed. Upon close examination of the bill that was presented to the court by the city of New York, we discovered uh, that the billings that came from the Department of Environmental Protection, which regulates the dispensing of water and the carriage of sewage from all buildings and property in New York City government, non-for-profit, public, and corporate and for-profit businesses, one agency oversees that entire process. They're called the Department of Environmental Protection. And we discovered that uh, the Department of Environmental Protection, in their calculation of what water we had used, notwithstanding that the, uh, the city of New York and the state of New York have both uh, given us a full and complete tax exemption because we are a not-for-profit organization that operates a homeless shelter 24 hours a day. We operate a breakfast program, a soup kitchen, a, a school that covers kindergarten, elementary, middle school, and high school that's been running for over 25 years, a church and a ministry of counseling and teaching, a prison ministry uh, that goes on 24 hours a day, seven days a week inside of the property you just saw. So New York City and New York State have both exempted us from any taxes because of the services that we provide to the community that are invaluable to the city. But the Department of Environmental Protection is another animal. They're the one that control the use of water. And what we discovered through the work of our investigation and our uh, opposing this matter in court, that the city stated, or the Department of Environmental Protection stated, that even though they were asking us to fork up $1.2 million, uh, the bill, the true bill that they alleged that we owed, even though we don't owe it, we're tax exempt, was, was $105,000 that had accumulated over a period of 25 years, uh, the charge for the water. But with their adding on of interest and other charges, ran a $100,000, pardon me, I said uh, $105,000, ran a $105,000 bill that accumulated over a period of 25 years, all of which we, uh, we vehemently and vigorously oppose, 
to $1.2 million is what they want from us for serving us water and allowing the sewer service to uh, flow from our property. $1.2 million. That was bad in 2016. We took them out of the court and we swatted it away because it was an invalid foreclosure. It had enough holes in it to make a, a whole pound of Swiss cheese. The judge removed it. And, uh, and we then went back to the court and said to the court, we want you, judge, to look at the fact that a previous law court in the city court system of New York under the judgeship of Judge Cornreich a judge that uh, we were completely tax exempt from all water and sewer charges uh, going back to the year 2001 or 2002 or somewhere thereabouts. That judgment was handed down to the city of New York Department of Environmental Protection, told them to leave us alone because we're completely exempt. We have a homeless shelter. We, uh, though we have par par parcels in the building, uh, where people live, such as myself and a caretaker and administrator of our school, that we are a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, fully exempt, and the judge ordered the city of New York to back off, shut up, and leave these people alone. Well, the city of New York did not do that. Now, the reason why the city of New York were distressed by that decision from Judge Cornreich declaring us not owing the city Department of Environmental Protection not one dime, was because they have foreclosed on hundreds of small storefront churches who in New York, the churches' buildings were converted uh, from uh, tenement buildings into storefronts and then above that residential areas. And there are literally thousands of them over the city of New York. And the city has been foreclosing or yanking or jacking taxes and water charges from the apartments above the church, but allowing the church to enjoy a tax exemption even from water and sewer charges. And when the judge ruled in our favor, Judge Cornwright ruled in our favor, that was a precedent, that was a watermark uh, for all churches that had been foreclosed previously, property confiscated and sold by banks and people thrown into the streets. Well, that, all that, those decisions going back years have been overturned by the decision of Judge Cornreich that decided, because we put a vigorous defense up stating that we were fully tax exempt. But the city then appealed it because they realized that they would be caught really red-handed uh, having foreclosed, disrupted, destroyed families, destroyed people, uh, and, and, and just confiscated property from people through an illegal tax of water and sewer. And so they appealed and took it to the Court of Appeal, to, to the Appellate Division in New York. And in the Appellate Division, there was a, a case also going for, there's a, the Watchtower, the Jehovah's Witnesses have a mega building about 30 stories high in Brooklyn called the Watchtower. And in the Watchtower, they have religious organizations and religious services and administration, but they also have a number of rooms in their building where they house visiting preachers or counselors or people coming from out of other states uh, to stay while they're hosting events or conferences. That matter went before the appellate division and the appellate division ruled that the Jehovah's Witnesses, though their main feature could be water and tax exempt, 
Uh, having members come in and sleep overnight in some of their rooms was not tax exempt. And as a result of that, uh, when our case went before the appellate division, the judge did not rule against us, but sent our case back down to the law court to be reviewed based on the uh, Jehovah's Witness Watchtower decision that appeared to be similar to ours. But our case is distinguishable from the Jehovah's Witness case. Our case, though we have rooms in our property uh, that's not a sanctuary or fellowship hall, all those rooms serve as either homeless shelters or legitimate areas of parsonage or administrative or caretaker, which is also uh, exempt under the water and sewer. So we are distinguishable. Uh, and the, the, the appellate court did not say that we were tax exempt. It sent it back to the, the, the lower court that brought to the city of New York to re-examine it. And when the lower court, we appealed after the foreclosure action, the lower court, same judge that stopped the foreclosure action, looked at the Jehovah's Witness uh, uh, action and said, well, even though you have been given a tax exemption for years, uh, the lower court is now reversing that. And so the judge then denied us full tax exemption and the city has come after us again. Uh, but this time, not for 1.2 million, they come after us for $1.7 million for water. Ain't that nothing? So therefore, we've called this segment, New York City has the most expensive water in the world. I mean, it is an outrage, it's unconscionable that the city of New York would even come anywhere near us or, and not allow our exemption to go through and just leave us alone. I mean, how can a building like this use $1.7 million worth of water in an entire lifetime? Look at that, look at that. that's our building. How can we use over $1.7 million in water in the nerve of New York City to wanna charge a church in Harlem that educates children from kindergarten to high school, runs a breakfast program, Houses the homeless. They want us to give them $1.7 million when the courts have already said previously we were tax exempt. But because of a Jehovah's Witness decision in the appellate division, our exemption was then yanked from us. And by the way, it isn't that we didn't say to the city over the years that we're tax exempt. No, we did. And so now, the matter is being noised abroad to go back to court. You know, we haven't taken the matter fully to court as yet, but we're going in. We're filing motions and going in again. And we're just letting you know that we're going to start another great big fight here in New York City. I'll be coming back from time to time to give you the progress report. There are several things that we want to look at. I'm not going to reveal them now because we got uh, enemy ears listening. But I want you to know uh, from the horse's mouth, if you will, uh, what is going on. Now, we're going to defeat it, there's no doubt about that. You know, I mean, it's be an outrage. I don't think there's a judge in New York City, even one of our worst enemies, that would shut down a church over a water and sewer bill. I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, we got some pretty liberal judges here in New York, and, you know, yeah, that goes as, but how you going to fix your mouth to write a law to put a church in the street, put a homeless shelter, and we've been doing this for years. We have fed over one million meals to hungry bellies here 
in, in Harlem and we got in New York City in totality. We got a breakfast program that goes on every day here in this community. But I wanted you to know. And see, the real deal behind this, it, it, it is not that the city doesn't recognize that we are, they've already getting, the state of New York says we want to possess taxes that we don't pay any property taxes. The city of New York said we want to taxes that we don't pay any property taxes. In fact, the city and the state of New York have given us uh, decrees and said if we want to go out and buy something for the church, if we want to buy a piano, we want to buy a pew, or we want to buy something for the church, we want to buy a light fixture, that we don't have to pay tax on anything except these thieves over there at the Department of Environmental Protection. We don't have, if we want to buy a television for the school, we want to buy, want to buy a desk for the school, want to buy a stove for the kitchen, want to buy a refrigerator for the fellowship hall. We don't have to pay any New York City or New York State taxes. Zip, nada, nothing. They've given us that in writing. Wherever we go, we're completely tax exempt, except for these thieves over there at the Department of Environmental Protection. We ain't gonna pay. $1.7 million? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. So I thought I'd let you know. I figured you'd want to know what's going on. Well, you know, we're back in court again. We're going to fight this again. And we're going to win. But, I mean, the nerve of New York City. I mean, if they don't like our politics, we have a right, a freedom of speech, to preach the word of God. But I want this to be plastered all over the world. I want all, New York City has the most. Don't come to New York. Water is expensive in New York. They want to charge us $1.7 million for water, for crying out loud. Ain't that nothing? <laughs> they ain't hurt me. I, you, I, but I'm going to tell you what, what else we're going to do in terms of our legal maneuvers. But all of this is a smokescreen. All of this is a sham to protect New York City because up until we came along, they were foreclosing storefront churches. I don't know if you live out there in the hinterlands. You might not know what a storefront is. They were closing down small storefront churches that didn't have the legal team and didn't have the legal expertise. Uh, and they took their properties. The banks foreclosed, took the property, and then turned them into multi-million dollar condos, quite frankly. The city has been acting like a criminal for years, and we stopped it. We stopped it. We stopped it. Even when the Jehovah's Witnesses couldn't stop it, we stopped it. And that's why they're after us. They want to make an example out of us. But we, we ain't going to let it happen. No. Jesus said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. He said, ain't going to let it happen. But I thought maybe I'd let you know because I figured you need to be in to know. And we'll give you updates from time to time about uh, where we are. But yeah, $1.7 million for water. At <laughs> any anyway, I'm James Evan Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord Servant. Preach on, preach on, keep
Lord, why should I pay them taxes after I'm doing them a great service? Because we weren't here to do it. The city would have to come in and feed and educate these children. We don't get a dime from the city, the state, nor the federal government. Not one dime, not one dime from any of them demons. Not one dime comes to, to cook that food. Not one dime. Every bit of it comes from the tithe and the offering. And, the, and they say, after we serve all these meals, educate all these children, keep people out of prison, counsel husbands and wives, they say I should pay them taxes also. No! No, we're not paying them any taxes. Why should we? And that's why the tax exemption for churches and charitable organizations was set up in the first place. Because churches do work that ostensibly the state or the government doesn't have to do. At Great Tomorrow's Elementary, Middle Schools, and Atla High School, we provide students with a great education, safe environment, and biblical principles that will help build your child's character. We stress the total development of each child, spiritual, moral, intellectual, social, emotional, and physical. Our motto, All Excellence All the Time, is part of our wonderful math curriculum, Memory, Articulation, and Discipline, given to the Honorable James David Manning by Almighty God. If you're looking for a nurturing Christian environment for your children, look no further and discover why Great Tomorrow's Elementary Middle Schools and Atla High School are without a doubt the, the best school in America. Alright, uh, on yesterday alone, this three-level chess that the rednecks are saying that this New York liberal, this coochie grabber, this, this master who loves chaos uh, happened in his administration. Yesterday, Gary Cohn, a globalist from Wall Street, Goldman Sachs in particular, became security economic advisor to Tribulation Trump and the original foray into the White House administration resigned on yesterday. Now, he resigned for a couple of reasons. Reason number one was going back to the summer of last year in Charlottesville, where the Nazis and the white supremacists marched, and that woman was killed. Tribulation Trump, along with Gary Cohn and several others coming down the elevator in Trump Tower last summer, said there were good people on both sides. There were good people on both sides. People who opposed the Nazis and the white supremacists. There were good people in the Nazis and white supremacists and good people who were opposing it. Gary Cohn, you can see the intensity of his face. He, he, he thought that was a wrong move by Trump. He thought it was pure natural born racist and began to separate himself from Trump. Well, my sources tell me that since that day in Trump Tower, where Trump said that there were good people in, with marching with the Nazis and the white supremacists, that, and, and, and Gary Cohn let it be known that he vehemently disagreed with that. He and Trump had been on the outs with one another. They riding on the plane, they're rolling eyes at one another. They would never shake hands in a, in a cordial way. They were bitter at one another. This is going back to last summer. And then, of course, Gary Cohn, being the economic advisor, being a genius, if you will, coming from Wall Street, Goldman Sachs, was able to help Tribulation Trump put through 
this backing of a truck up to the Treasury Department and unloading $1.5 billion for the Wall Street crowd. They robbed the Treasury. And Gary Coleman was one of the henchmen that put him, Paul Ryan, and Mitch McConnell, along with Tribulation Trump, were able to back a truck up to the Treasury Department and rob it for $1.5 trillion. I say trillion, trillion dollars is what I meant. Anyway, so I told you the wag the dog theory, Trump either has to start a wall, and Kim Jong-un has taken a wall off the table. Kim Jong-un said, we want peace. Trump, hey, Trump, how come you don't want to talk, homie? Hey, Trump, we'll talk to you. We'll even stop. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is a player. That's just a master. I swear, this boy got to be him, mate. Kim Jong-un has said, listen, Trump, we don't want wall, man. We want peace. We're not, we're not fighters. We'll sit down at the peace table. And by the way, Trump, we'll stop firing off all these missiles, you know, and we'll stop developing our atomic weapons. Sit down and have a peace, man. Why don't they talk about war? All these big bombs you got. It has completely neutered Trump. <laughs> Kim Jong-un has completely neutered Trump. Went down to South Korea, had met with the leaders down there in South Korea, said, so let's sit down and talk, man. And over some kimchi. <laughs> Anyway, so Trump ain't got nobody to pick a wall with. So here's what he did. Because he needs to get the, the, the attention off the fact that he's got nobody left in the White House. H.R. Uh, McMaster is planning on leaving. Uh, John Kelly is planning on, and, and Cone has left. Uh, the, the, uh, the Hope Hicks has left. Uh, everybody's been either fired or on an indictment or an, an investigation. Bannon is gone. Priebus is gone. Spicer is gone. I mean, everybody's gone. They don't want to work for him. They think he's a maniac. He's a fool. And Kim Jong-un has played him. I swear this has got to be one of the classic political moves of all time. Uh, Kim Jong-un has taken the Trump option of war against North Korea. He took it off the table. You ain't, you ain't what you going to do. I'm talking peace now. What you going to do? Anyway, so the, the whole matter here is Gary Cohn says he, after the tariff, with Tribulation Trump said they're going to slap a 25% tariff on all steel and uh, coming into America and a 10% tariff on all aluminum. Gary Cohn said that's going to cause a Great Depression. Don't you remember? That's what happened back in 1930 that brought there. You can't have a trade war and you can't win. And Trump around talking, we can win it. Cohn said, I'm resigning. That's it. I've had enough with you. You aren't had a ring and walked out. But that ain't all that happened yesterday. Yesterday, we're just, we're talking a normal day with this fool and his people, his followers. There was a lawsuit lodged in a court in California against, in New York, against Tribulation Trump by this porn star. I think her name is Susie Clifford, but she called herself Stormy Daniels. She has lodged a, a, a lawsuit against Tribulation Trump. Yesterday, it was filed in court, alleging that the hush-hush agreement, a settlement that she had with Tribulation Trump, is null and void because Trump never signed it to keep her quiet. So she's under no ob obligation to keep quiet. She's going to tell her off. By the way, Omarosa's gone, too. By the way, I looked at that woman. I figured, thought I just thought about Omarosa. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah. So the boy gets sued by a porn star. Shades of Paula Jones and Bill Clinton in the White House. And by the way, this case can go to court because, you know, the ruling during the Paula Jones event, when Paula Jones sued Tribulation, I mean, Bill Clinton, uh, anything that happened prior to the presidency, a crime or criminal offense that you did, you are not protected by the presidency. They can jack, 
the Stormy Daniels can make tribulation Trump, Trump come to court and send on the, so it's going to be very interesting to watch. I don't know if it'll get that far. Not because they're not worthy of it. There's so many other things after Trump. That, this will have to take a back seat. But that the fact that a porn star, <laughs> not a girlfriend, not an irate girlfriend, but a porn star has filed a, a lawsuit against the president. I swear you can't make this slop up. You can't make this sleazy stuff up. This is as sleazy as a porn star who has slept with a whole lot of men. Trump has kissed her. And she is suing him because she didn't like it. I swear. <laughs> you, you can't make anyway. That ain't all that happened yesterday. No. All this going on on, on yesterday. The, uh, uh, the uh, Gary Cohn. I mean, not Gary Cohn. What we're talking about. Uh, Michael Cohen. Everybody, these boys get these Jewish names. Why come, uh, why come Gary doesn't have an E in his name like Michael has an E in his name? See, Gary Cohn is, is G-A-R-C-O-H-E-N. Michael Cohn is Michael, you know how I spell that, C-O-H-E-N. How come he got an E and the other boy don't? What is it with these Jewish people? I don't hate Jews, <laughs> but they're all Jews. You know that, right? By the way, whatever happened to all the Jew haters, I'm not one of them that didn't want to see Jews in the White House. But they let tribute. I'm not a Jew hater, I, I, you know, anyway. I don't have to explain that. So he got hit with a lot of what the potential of now, because it, it, it was broke the day before, it was within the same 24-hour news cycle, that Gary Cohen, the Cohen with an E uh, in the middle of it, said that he's mad because he ain't got his... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get his money back. He paid $130,000, and money is tight these days. He paid $130,000 to this porn star, and Trump was, supposed, Trump was supposed to give it back to him, and Trump, and now he's mad. <laughs> and then finally, and the news breaking is that this tariff thing, I, I, I said to you, is, uh, is going to tank the economy. Ultimately, it will. And it, it, it doesn't meet the purposes. But what it does, it takes the discussion about all the other things that are going on that Trump's entire cabinet, his entire cabinet, except for Rex Tillerson, McMaster, and a few other people and that, that Dr. Ben Hoghead, uh, Uncle Ben Carson, they're all gone. This is unprecedented. This is never, and all them, them fat Japheth rednecks are sitting out in redneck country talking about this is brilliant. Look how he's running the White House. This is absolutely brilliant. I swear. I swear before God and seven other black men. I swear. You, you, how do they fix their mouth to say this? Trump's creating jobs. Listen, all these jobs are Obama jobs, okay? As much as I hate to say that. As much as I hate to say that. All these jobs and all the economy, that's all Obama. That's all Obama. Uh, but he's creating jobs. Look how—he's brilliant. Look how—look how, look how every—I swear, I—I—I I, I guess when you when you already been made a fool of, like all these rednecks and deplorables and low lives that voted for Trump, ain't no point in stopping there. If you already been made a fool of, you might as well go for the whole goat and just, and just continue to act like a rabbit fool, saying that Trump is genius. Three-level chess. Chaos is brilliant. I guess. 
If you're already a fool and you're already certified a fool, ain't no point in stopping there. You might as well go all the way to the bottom. So that's exactly what they're doing. But me, everybody, I'm James David Manning. Now, finally, the Mueller investigation, there's got this guy, Sam Nunberg, the other day, uh, has led on that Mueller has got concrete, rock-solid, credible evidence of collusion. And I got it, too, but I, you, you know, you're not going to take it from me. You take it when, when they drop it on Trump. This is going to be one thing, I swear, I don't know when it's going to hit, where it's going to hit in the summertime. I pray I can get my vacation in before, <laughs> I swear. Because when, when, Trump, when, when Mueller starts calling Trump in and dropping all this stuff on him, the whole world is going, the American is going to collapse like a house of cards. Now let me get, I'm getting my vacation in early. I normally I go in August. I think I might go in June or July now. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be out there when this stuff starts hitting the fan. But no, uh, not only does, and everybody knows that Mueller has got rock solid collusion evidence, but collusion is not a crime. A conspiracy thereafter could be writing a lie, a, a letter that is a lie, and lying to the FBI could be collusion is not a crime. But everybody knows that Trump colluded with Lavrov, Kislyak, and then they told Lester Holt that uh, an obstruction of justice that he fired James Comey. So, uh, Mueller has got a ton of information, financial information, sex scandalous sex information. He's got enough information, both in collusion, uh, destruction, obstruction of justice, sex, money laundering, and a whole lot of other stuff, racism, to make your teeth turn green. I don't know. You're going to need four years just to prosecute all this stuff. But I thought I'd let you know that. And I thought I'd also inform you that Trump is a major deceiver. But you want to go even deeper with him? Go ahead, homie. Go ahead. It's a free country. Hell ain't full yet. I told you about the fellow that said the other day that, that the church was full of hypocrites. I said, what? I said, no, no. There's still room left. <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Engineer, take me out of this laugh. I got <laughs> Take me out of this, please. States Air Force. I'm Stan Hand, Lieutenant Colonel, United States Air Force. I'm David Williams, United States Army, 1st Cavalry Division. If you're a veteran and you're homeless, it's time to come home. If you happen to know a veteran who is homeless, please tell them it's time to come home. You're not alone, you're coming home. Oh, you're not alone. My name is Andrew, and I have osteosarcoma. It's a serious thing, and you can die from that. 
Every hour, somewhere in America, a child like Andrew is diagnosed with cancer. They said that I had to get my leg amputated. My mom was crying. I was scared. I cried. I wanted to be either like a football player or a basketball player. That's what I thought of the second they said they were going to amputate my leg. I don't know if my dream is ever going to come true. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is often where doctors send their toughest cases. With a gift of just $19 a month, you'll help St. Jude provide pioneering research, treatment, and cures. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. St. Jude is strength, hope, love. That's what gets you past the hardest times in your life. Help save the life of a child like Andrew and become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today. I'm at seven, three, two, one, the Hamite anointing. Let me tell you what those numbers mean. Uh, today, live, is the seventh day of the third month of the year and the 21st day of a 40-day fast that the Outlaw World Missionary Church worldwide, its members and adherents have been participating in. So the number 7321-40 represents uh, a period of time where we are now at, which means that today and 24 hours before this day and 24 hours after, there is extraordinary power extraordinary anointing if you got an issue take it before the Lord and be very mindful have your eyes open have your spiritual antenna wide open that God will show you something will open a secret will show you something make sure you don't miss it make sure when you hear it that you don't miss it the other thing about this is that we're participating in the 127-7 fast. Now, during the time of the fast, from 12 o'clock noon to 7 p.m. in the evening, will be a critical time where it's highly potential that the Lord will speak a secret to you, speak a power, speak an anointing unto you that will break every yoke. And even while the fast is after 7 o'clock tonight, perchance, God Almighty, his name is Jesus, through the power of the Holy Ghost, will speak a word to you, a word of deliverance, unveiling secrets, letting you see clearly, a word of healing, a word of strength, a word of power that God will speak. So we have reached a milestone here using God's techniques. The seventh day, the third month, and the 21st day of the 40 days of fasting. Now let me break all that down for you. Seven is God's number of completion. Three is God's number of holiness. One is God's number, uh, two uh, 21 is God's number of power. And 12 in reverse is God's number of nation. 
So we got all three of the most powerful numbers in all of the known universe, even in heaven itself. These numbers are, are, are pliable. Seven, three, two, one, dash, 40. And 40 is a new beginning. At the end of the 40 days, a woman carries a child in her womb successfully for 40 weeks. There's 12 weeks left over. But she carries a child for 40 weeks consisting of nine months and she gives birth because birth begins at 40. Life begins at 40. The Bible says that Jesus was in the wilderness and fasted for 40 days without meat or bread. The Bible says that Israel was in the wilderness for 40 days. 40 years, I'm sorry, pardon me. And that when it rained upon the earth in the days of Noah, that it rained for 40 days and for 40 nights. And after that, a new beginning. One of the cleanest presentation of a new beginning is the 40. And, and Noah getting off that boat after 40 days and a new earth and a new, new family and a new progenity began. On Palm Sunday of this year, we would have completed 40 days of spiritual cleansing, 40 days of amassing power. Could go to my dad. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Power to tread upon serpents, power to cast out demons, power to heal, power to, at Palm Sunday, will represent 40 days of accumulation and a new beginning. Our lives are going to start all over again. At, the, at the, this 40 days, you're going to see a brand new power coming out of the people of the Outlaw World Missionary Church. But now we're just, we've crossed over the halfway mark of the 40 days. This is the 21st day. We've passed over the halfway mark. This is the 21st day. And we did it on the seventh day of the third month. Good God Almighty. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. There's, there's some things that's going to happen in this new dispensation when the new begins. When Palm Sunday closes, a new order will begin. Just like when Jesus started his ministry. 40 days before he started his ministry, before Jesus started his ministry, the Bible tells us, Matthew writing, said that Jesus spent 40 days before he started his ministry in the wilderness by himself alone. The devil came to him and tempted him, told him to turn the stones into bread. Jesus said no. Throw yourself down from the temple and Jesus said no. Bow down and follow me and I'll give you the kingdom. Jesus said, worship the Lord thy God only. And then after the 40 days were over with, a ministry like no other on the planet earth under our Lord and Savior, Jesus, began. But it took the first 40 days. I said it took the first 40 days of fasting. Now at the end of 40 days, a new world was started with Noah and his three sons, Shem, my father, Ham, and Japheth. That's right. At the end of 40 years in the wilderness, a new generation went into my brother's Canaan land crossed the Jordan River, took down Jericho, and it's history after that. But my friends, those of us of the Outlaw World Mission, 
who on this journey of 40 days are going to see a new beginning. And I even know now, even know now while I talk to you, even now while I talk to you, that God is going to speak on today. Show you visions. Give you wisdom. Healings and understandings. Power. Prophecies. Miracles. Knowledge and wisdom and faith. All. Even just today. Wait till we get to the 40 days. The 40 days will end on Palm Sunday. The 40 days of fasting. And then we'll begin a new beginning and a new life of the members of the Outlaw World Missionary Church. We will begin a new life on a new journey. 40 days. That's God's number. So today we've called this lesson 7321-40. And we've called this fast, unlike no other fast. We've never had a fast like this one before. We call this fast the 127-40 fast. Dash 7. I'm, I'm sorry, the 127-40 fast. Yeah, that's what we called it. Using these great, powerful numbers that God has put in the universe. I'm looking forward. I'll meet you tonight in prayer meeting. Don't forget, make sure you're logged on for the prayer meeting tonight at 7 o'clock on the 7th of March. It'll make a junkie say Jesus is Lord. I got a word in my mouth. I got a word.